Welcome to episode three of the Off the Rails podcast. I'm your beautiful host, Caleb Graham, and I'm joined in studio by a good buddy, Graham Janusik. 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 I, I knew I, I knew we talked about it three seconds ago, and I already messed it up. It's all good. But uh, actually, you're you're actually a special guest. I cut to you before I did all my intro stuff. So, well, hey, you're part of a very small circle at this point. Sweet. Actually, you're the only one in it right now. Hey, I'd rather be number one than number zero. <laughs> but okay, before we get into it with you, I want to talk a little bit about our giveaways. You're giving away some stuff on on our podcast. I am. I am. I'll be doing a, just a, a giveaway of a, a goodie bag, a, up to $25. I'll have uh, stickers, decals, um, different lures that I make and uh, stuff like that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have all that up on that day when this comes out. So, right. hey, it'll be worth it. Yeah. Trust me. So, he'll have everything. So, just watch his page and watch mine and... We'll go from there on that. Right. And so how that's going to work is in the description of this podcast, in the description of the YouTube video, you'll see some clips on Facebook where you can do it too. You'll be able to go and sign up at the gleam.io link. Uh, There'll be tons of ways to enter. It's free to enter, so you don't have to pay anything. Uh, Usually it's going to be something like go watch the podcast, you know, go, go look at our Facebook page, go check out Graham's fishing page. So there's a lot of different ways to enter and it's completely free. If you want to do that, you can pause the podcast right now and go do that, and then we'll still be here waiting on you. We'll give you a second. All right. That's all you get. Good job. All right. So, Graham, let's get into it a little bit. What's up? Let's talk a little bit about who you are, what you do, and, um, you know, what you're planning to do. So, my name's Graham. Jan, you sick. There we go. I know Caleb, you know, messed that up, but uh, so I'm... From southeastern Ohio, I was born and raised in Caldwell, um, Caldwell, Ohio. Uh, recently, four years ago, I moved up here to Cambridge um, and started working. I worked, still currently work in oil and gas, so a, lo- a lot of my time is spent working, but uh, I'm hoping to change that here. You know, I got a five-year business plan. And, cool. Uh, hopefully get out of that and get away from that, but uh, definitely it's been a, been a whirlwind of my life. I've fished my entire life. So we'll go ahead and get into that. I've fished my entire life. Really? I've caught bluegill, catfish, bass, crappie, perch, you know, right. just the, the southeastern. Question. Alpha. All right. What do you got? Have you caught a piranha? No. I have. When? I went to South America. Well. <laughs> not, you haven't caught so, one in like what, Seneca Lake? Yeah, yeah no, absolutely no. not. So I, that's probably the only thing I'll be able to be like, oh, look, I did other than that, I'm a horrible fisher. <laughs> well, see, I, see, I, I want to get good here. at it. So maybe you could help me out today. <laughs> well, well I, I could. I very well could. Uh, you're more than welcome to come out on the boat with me at any time. I know it's wintertime now, so the lakes around here. Wait, we can go ice fishing. Uh, Man. See, yeah. I've never done that. Now, see, I've went ice. I don't know. You went ice fishing? I don't know. I thought I was a pretty terrible fisher, but I, oh, maybe, okay. maybe I'm one of those guys that does stuff, but it doesn't you're the one out there catching the, the fish. I'm the one that's like, oh, I did it. I caught, I think we caught one cat. It was actually Cleo was with me. We caught one catfish. Cleo's not here. I pointed over there. He's not here. So, <laughs> but, but we went, we did, we went ice fishing, I think two years ago, back when it was super, 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 super cold. cold. Uh, we went to Seneca Lake. We didn't even have an auger or anything. We just, 
we, just we chiseled away. Well, no, we were we thought about that. We were like, maybe we could chisel. And we're like, well, what if we fall in or something stupid? And so, so, so we actually we sat around. We waited because there was a bunch of people out there, and we waited till someone left, and we just took their hole. Nice. So, See, so. and I've I've never been ice fishing. I I think it would be fun, but yeah. it's it, it is, but it's cold. Well, yeah. But no, that it's really it's fine. Um, but the one thing it was so cold that that day we went. Um, I got like we caught a fish, and I I pulled my phone out to take a picture of it. We got the picture. And your phone. It died within. Yep. 10 seconds i mean i've seen them die like in yep. two minutes or so where it's like it's too but you would pull it out you couldn't call like if you had to call someone you couldn't do it unless yep. it was like in your like in your entire Jacket, outfit yep. right so it was yep. a very it was like negative something but it was, it was a very cold day i think it was i think it was 2019 i'm pretty sure it was either 2019 or 18 but yeah, uh yeah so tell me a little bit about actual fishing others uh, outside of walking on ice and yep having people help you in South America? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I've, like I said, I fished my whole life. Uh, and last year was the first year that I actually got serious with tournament fishing. Okay. I got a John boat. I had, I was actually what you would call a co-angler yeah. on, a, on a buddy of mine's boat. Um, and we had fished a couple times, uh, a couple tournaments. Uh, didn't do all that bad, but didn't do all that great. We weren't in the money, but we weren't so yeah. far. You know, we weren't last place. You still, you're going to go to another tournament. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Once you're hooked, and that's the thing with tournament fishing is it takes a lot of work. Oh. I mean, it's Monday through Friday, thinking fishing, talking about fishing, uh, working on fishing stuff like your tackle. Because I myself uh, have a John boat now um, that I just put a casting deck on. I just redid, revamped it. Um, so I'll be using that this year. Um, by myself, so that'll be fun. Um, so, but, what are some of the what are, what are some of the upfront costs of oh, getting into tournament fish? I mean, obviously, there's a lot, probably a lot of repetitive costs too. Oh, but absolutely. To, just to get started, what's someone looking at to get started? To get equipment, money wise. Well, uh, equipment. I've seen guys. I've seen old guys. You know, the the yeah. o the older gentleman with thirty dollars Zebco reels will outfish a twenty eight year old with the you know the brand new. Uh, Abu Garcia rods and reels and stuff. See, yeah, that's so me. I'm the <laughs> you're the old style. Well, no, I'm you're the, the new. new. Oh, okay. I've got like I was real into fishing, as that's air quotes for everyone that's listening and not watching. <laughs> uh, a couple years ago, probably three or four, maybe two, and I was like, like I just I was a gear guy. I was right. one of those guys. Like I want this and this. Right. I had like a an Abu Garcia bait caster and all this yep. stuff. Didn't know how to use it. I was horrible with it. But it was it. I <laughs> it felt takes cool. that. Oh, but, I've never. Two years ago is when I picked up a bait caster reel, um, and I was bird's nest, rat's nest, yeah. every cast. And I was like, I don't know how to use this thing. So I took took to YouTube and learned it from YouTube. And I I've caught on YouTube. That's oh. <laughs> oh, there's a bunch of stuff on YouTube, um, myself including. Yeah, yeah. Have, a, what uh, what's your channel? So my channel is Janusic Fishing. It's my last name and then just fishing. Uh, and I I've posted. I haven't posted anything probably in a couple months, but just because I've been busy. Because Clewell, well, you won't edit that video. Hey, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. I got software now. So uh, now uh, it's Janusic Fishing, and I post. Just I had a, a couple of tournament prep videos. I had, I have, um, just farm pond fishing videos. Uh, fishing I fished uh, this past summer. 
Um, a buddy of mine has an old fish hatchery and uh, loaded with big largemouth bass. And so I've, I posted a couple videos from there. Um, and if you can't tell, I, I'm mainly, I'm a bass fisherman. So I, I fish for solely bass. Now I'll catch a uh, catfish or I broke a reel or a rod <laughs> on a muskie. Yeah, that's, that's a whole nother story we can get into. But uh, I've got, you know, things like that on there, uh, catching, you know, large, largemouth bass. Um, my current PB, let's just knock on wood here, that I, <laughs> I, I'm able to either keep it or break it this year. I yeah. mean, I'll keep it forever, but hopefully I can break it uh, seven pounds. Okay. So it's not ginormous, you know, it's not a double-digit bass, but it's not a two-pound Right. You know, it's, it's not it's, the ones I'm an, pulling out of the water. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I just, uh, th- we're going to go everywhere. It's all good. Just, you probably watched a little bit of the first one. We'll bounce around because my mind bounces around. But uh, oh, you're not I got right. you off of the upfront costs of getting into it because oh, I said yeah. something. So, so the upfront, uh, for, for tournament fishing, the upfront costs, you're probably uh, tournament fees, I know, and membership fees and stuff like uh, the group that I'm a part of, I know the, the membership fee is $20 and then it's $80 a tournament. So you're looking at up front, that first tournament's a hundred dollars Yeah, and then it's 80 after. Okay. So how, like you said, group, how does the group stuff work? Like, are you part of a group that hosts tournaments? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they, it's, it's uh, actually, it's actually not a, they're not continuing it this year. Uh, it's called uh, Guernsey County, um, Bass Association. Okay. Uh, so they, hold tournaments at like Salt Fork and Seneca and Tap and you know the local lakes around here um, but they're actually not continuing at that that group this year so I'm going to be trying to find another one so yeah and now do you guys work as a t- like is it a team thing where so you, you go can. in and so the, each tournament uh it's person versus person okay um, and then like you can have a max of two people so you can have yourself and a partner in a yeah. boat and then you go fish all year and then then we they just started it i don't know maybe three four 2015 or 16 i think uh is uh county versus county so we've got guernsey county against like tuscarora's county and then like marietta washington county um different clubs it's a club mm-hmm. versus club tournament almost that's basically what it is club versus club and so they hold that at the end of the year and like you have one group um, and that'll have all the clubs at one lake. So like you have one boater from each club at Salt Fork, one boater from each club at Tappan. So then they compete that way. And like they have, it's a bunch of awards. I didn't go to it this year, but <laughs> okay. it's still, I mean, up the, I'll go back. The upfront cost is it's expensive with equipment and, right. you know, I'm, I'm prone to losing things. So I'll occasionally I'll throw a lure into the trees. <laughs> snap my line you know four dollar lure that you know i liked it's lost now it's in the trees or whatever so as far as upfront costs it, it can be expensive with the gear the poles and you know but you can also go that cheaper route they work just the same they're just not as fancy right and that's yeah just like so. me I'm, I'm <laughs> the same thing i'm just not as fancy just not as fancy <laughs> but uh now talking on lures still you know, I, I will go out. I don't know what to use, when to use it. Yep. And that might even go along with some of the tournament fishing. Um, 
let's start with that. What kind of prep are you doing for tournaments? You know, are, is there certain weather you're hoping you get? Is Absolutely. There, you know, like talk through some of that. So yeah, so like the tournament day. I'm I'm looking. Most tournaments are Saturdays or Sundays, depending on the club you're in. So I'm looking from Monday to Saturday. The weather, the temperature is huge. The water temperature is huge. Um, that'll that the water temperature is is probably your biggest factor in finding fish. Um, okay. Because if it's colder, they're going to be deeper. If it's warmer, they're going to be up shallow in shade. So yet, that, I mean, tournament prep is pretty much all week leading up to the tournament. And then the day of, you, you, I've found it that I don't prep lures and stuff until the day before. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've seen it where the last tournament I fished, it said uh, it was going to be like 30 degrees at night the night before and then it was supposed to only get up to like 50 so then our water temperature was around 40 40 to 50 degrees and then it ended up uh changing the night before uh and it was like 60 degrees high and then a 40 degree low so then everything changed and it was like well now i got to put all this stuff together and so I, I find it because a lot of guys will prep all week. They'll throw, okay, maybe it's going to be 40, 50 degrees. They'll throw these lures. They'll throw, you know, the colder, or it's going to be 60, 70. They'll throw those in their boat. Um, so, what are some of those? Like, if it's colder, what am I wanting to use versus warmer weather? So, a colder, the fish are going to be more lethargic. They're going to be less likely to bite something that's moving fast. Um, so, they're going to be very slow and. And you want to uh, throw something like a jig, um, and it's about yay big. And, I mean, they, they have micro jigs too, so smaller fish can bite it. But you want to throw something slow. You want to walk it slow, especially like colder weather. You want to do that, uh, colder water temps. And then the warmer temps, you want to throw something like a spinner bait, something that's got a lot of movement, a lot of vibration. Those fish will attack it more. Okay. So it's, it's, it varies. Right. And 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 then I probably matters by fish too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I'm not claiming to be an expert. I don't, you know, this is just what works for me. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, definitely the, the water temperature is key when it's tournament prep Okay. and learning different and, and learning the fish, the way they move, especially like I call salt fork, my home lake, and it's not a huge bass lake. So it's more of a musky lake. So you have to find pockets. And that's another thing with tournament prep is knowing the lake. Yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah. I'll, I'll let you go. <laughs> I wanted to get into that too. So. Yeah. So, you know, and you have to spend time on those lakes just to know where, where to go, when to go, uh, what time of the day to go. And I, I learned that this year because I was like, oh, I'm all gung ho. I'm going to go here. We're, we, we mapped out a plan. We didn't catch a single fish. <laughs> Until like, like the me. last the last hour of the tournament, we caught two fish. Really? Yeah. And yeah, was, that's that's what I was gonna say. Was um, what you know, we've got Salt Fork, Seneca, Tappan. Do you go down to into Noble County any? Down to Wolf Run? I, I no, I did when I was younger. I haven't I haven't fished Wolf Run in hmm, 10, 15 years maybe. Okay, uh, but. What are some of now? You don't have to give away your secret spots, right? See, I don't have secret spots. Okay, well then, listen up, folks. <laughs> right? Give us some. Give us like five. Like if we're at Salt Fork, if we're at Seneca, 
What are some like good spots to be at? Docks are definitely key. Uh, and for even certain fish, you know, if you have right. Well, I mean, are you more bass? I'm I'm more bass. I'll catch anything. Um, to be right. honest, I'll catch anything. But my main focus is bass. So definitely around docks and down trees. Fish will just any kind of fish really likes a down tree. It's a it's a safe space for them. Um, and then. So docks, trees, rock, rock walls. I know there's a okay. crap ton at Salt Fork. Um, there's rock. So those, I mean, those are the three key things. Kind of the main things you want to look for. Right. Yep. And now what about like on shore versus like boat stuff? Like if I'm out. Oh, it's I'm, totally different. That's what I figured. It is um, totally what, different. What are some of those differences? Just the availability, the, the key way to... Um, the deeper water. If you're fishing a, a super, super hot day, this fish might be a little lower in the water column um, just because it is a little cooler. Uh, so they might, you know, they might be a little deeper, whereas if it's not as hot, um, they might be up just a little shallower where as a bank fisherman, you can catch the shallower fish. Yeah. But with a boat, you just have more mobility going all around the lake. You can go anywhere. You know? Yeah. So... Mm. That's, that's, I mean, that's the big key thing. And then just like, I like a boat just cause I unload it and go load it and leave, you know, you right. know with, with, uh, being a bank fisherman, you gotta walk down the bank, you gotta unload your gear, load your gear into the <laughs> truck. It's, it's a pain with a boat. You just throw everything in the boat, unload the boat, go out and fish, come back, load the boat and go home. Make it sound easy. It's not easy, but <laughs> it's, it's uh. this year I've definitely learned backing a trailer, uh, Putting a boat in the water, pulling a boat yeah. out of the water. It's definitely has been a, a big learning year. Is that I, and like I said, I've taken this year, this well, 2020 was my first real, like, I took it serious. Okay. And um, I, I, like I said, fished up my entire life, but didn't, you know, didn't realize that there is money and there is yeah. a lot of money in fishing. Yeah. So, what are some of these prize pools looking like? Um, you know, if, uh, probably probably depends obviously by tournament but oh yeah what's uh, like if, if that was something you wanted to get into like say there's a high school kid or so, what's what's a good first step for them to get into the the tournament side of things or even so well and i know we don't have what like a lot of the other schools down south have and they have fishing teams mm -hmm. they have bass fishing teams and which would be awesome to start it you know like matterbrook or right. buckeye trail caldwell shenandoah Cambridge, even yeah. you know, a bass club. There'll or, probably be a few people listening that can help you. Hey, help you get in there. That that would be pretty awesome. I would love to do that, uh, but definitely. Uh, yeah, like, we're still we're still in the first twenty minutes, so they're still listening. <laughs> <laughs> we get to that first. We get through the first hour, and then it just just every, goes yeah. downhill. Hey, it's all right though. Well, that's when you start talking about the fun stuff, right? Right, just, exactly. Yeah, you keep gotta, them listening. Oh yeah. But definitely, like, kids, like, if they want to get into this, the, the, the key thing is just to learn. You know, go out. If, if you've got a buddy that's got a boat, go out on the boat with them. Or, and I know a lot of kids around here um, will go fishing or go out on a boat with their parents, and they're like, this is lame. I don't want to do this. <laughs> but trust me, like, it, it helps. It helps. Just, just knowing water, how to navigate the water um, is big. But then, like, with fishing, it just takes time. It's, it's practice, it's time, and time management and tournament fishing is huge. Yeah. And now what time are these things starting? Are oh, they... Safe light. So 
in the summer, like springtime, they'll start around seven okay. in the morning. And they'll, you'll fish till three. You have to be back at the dock by three. And then, you know, when it, the, it gets lighter earlier, they'll start at six. Um, so it's, it's kind of, it, it varies by tournament, Just, safe it, light, yeah. fog, things like that. Um, they'll have fog delays if it's too foggy. And okay. I did I did a tournament at Salt Fork, and I thought we were going to die. <laughs> were you out in the fog? Oh, yeah, and it was thick fog. You couldn't see <laughs> you couldn't see from me to you. And I, I think we were, what, 10 feet away? Maybe. Well, at least six at least, is well, what we're yeah, telling absolutely. people, right? Well, we are six feet. <laughs> <I know>. Social <laughs> distance. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need our plexiglass no. up because we're f- i can't spit on you well, basically is no well if i tried no, <laughs> no but uh it definitely yeah it definitely scared me that day because it was thick fog and i was like man i don't know if i want to do this this is not fun but then we get parts of the lake weren't fog and like the main the just ski where areas. you were basically it just kind of hovered around you no uh, yeah. yeah oh yeah but the ski areas of, of salt fork were fog so you could oh. we couldn't go we were going 20, 25 miles an hour at times, huh. and it was sketchy. It was sketchy. Uh-huh. But uh, I enjoyed it. At the After we got out of the ski zone, I how'd was you like, do? How'd you do in that tournament? Uh, 28th out of like 60. Yeah. So. Uh, still good. Not in the money, but not out completely, you know. Yeah. If we would have caught, we caught one fish that day. It was uh, okay. a tough day. What's um, like an average like how many fish are five five is that is that like the average? so well and that's most tournaments but a lot of tournaments around here are four and then they have fish is limits li- yeah exactly. so they have like uh, i know the the club that i fished in was you had to have um two under two over so you could have two fish from 12 inches to 15 inches and then two fish from 15 and over okay so you had a, a four fish limit a bag limit but two under, two over. So when when you're saying under, like size wise, yeah. But what does that like? Is there a reason for like why can't all your fish just be seventeen thousand inches long? I, I wish that'd be that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Is it is it is it lake limits? Is that why? It's, it's, it's based on the lake and it's based on the state, uh, because I know like tournaments in like on Lake Guntersville in Alabama, they're twelve to you know yeah. and. 12 inches and up okay and you can catch five and f- five fish and then south carolina it's 15 and up and then i think tennessee is like 13 or something i don't quote me on that i'm not sure <laughs> but i know it varies by state i'm gonna take it i'm gonna quote it i wish this would be the headline of the oh, video please don't <laughs> but yeah okay that's pretty cool uh, i'd like to get into that at some point i don't know <laughs> when i don't know if i even have time but hey <laughs> right and that's important time. too is time it takes a lot. It takes a lot of time, um, and it's taken me a lot of time to get where I've got. Yeah, you know. And now talk talk a little bit more about your your business. So my business uh, is G's Custom Lures. I got a business card here in my I pocket. Hold it up there. Might, uh, might auto focus on it. It might. Ah, it's out of the it. light. It's out of the light. Yeah. Oh man, that's all right. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll we'll put it up there. It's all good. Most of them are listening on audio anyway. Right, right. They don't listen. To <laughs> They're the like, video. They don't hurry watch up! The video. I can't. I can't see that. Right. So, so my business is called G's Custom Lures, and I actually I just started it in October. Okay. Um, and I I I had the idea for about a year, um, and I wasn't real sure, 
because I know the market is huge. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of big companies and there's, you know, there's small companies, but it's something we don't have around here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, I guess we do, but it's not like prevalent. Yeah. Right. That, that's the word. <laughs> um, so I start, like I said, I started, I make uh, soft plastic fishing lures and I have four different styles. So I have a beaver crawl a beaver bug style. I have a crawl style, um, a paddle tail swim bait style, and then uh, a Senko worm style. So, and you can find all those on my website, uh, different color variations. Um, the, the big hit so far has been like a, a caramel apple. And that's what's, that's really what sold the best as so far. So I do need to make more of those. They're still on the website. They're still in stock. Uh, but I need to make more of those. They're, it's just like a, a brown, like a caramel apple yeah. color. And then it's got like a, a red and silver flake to it. Okay. And what's the website? It, my website is gs-custom-lures uh, at myshopify.com. We'll have Link in description. Yeah, we'll have all that in the description. <laughs> we'll, we'll put that in there. That'll be so. a little... They're probably driving, trying to... They're like, I want to buy some lures. Writing it down while texting, whatever. Yeah, right? they'll... they'll, 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 they'll Text and drive and look at my website while they're driving. Hey, it's all right. Yeah, we, well, but I don't condone that. We don't so. condone it. But if you do it, we won't shun you. No. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. talk, what about what about going into different seasons? So I know with lakes, the little knowledge I do have on lakes, they is there something called turnover where oh, the yeah. water... You know, it's getting colder, but yep. it's like real warm at the bottom. But then Cleewell, he used to talk about it all the time. If he was here, he'd be going nuts right now. I'm sure. I'm sure. So is there like a certain time of year that's probably, su- I'm guessing summer, but I have no, no. idea. Yeah. See, I, nope. exactly. So like anyone that doesn't know, what's like a, the, what's the best time of year to Spring. go out? Spring? Springtime. So March, pretty much March 1st, depending on, like I know in, in Ohio here, March 1st is when they really start to thaw the lakes, then you get a few cold days where you might have like a tenth of an inch of ice on top. Um, but March 1st until summer. Okay. And, and that's when your your bass are coming out of hibernation. Your fish, all of the fish are coming out of hibernation and they're hungry. Uh, so they're going to be eating anything and everything. Um, okay. And then the same with fall. So summer is kind of in the middle. It's a hit and miss. Like certain days it'll feel like fall or uh, spring and they'll mm-hmm. want to eat. Um, but then, like I said, fall, they're, they're going to go into hibernation. So they want to eat and they want to fatten up, uh, put it as much. And that's when you see a lot of the big fish are caught as in uh, the fall. You get more um, quantity in the spring. Like for tournament fishing, quantity is great. If you catch your limit by 10 o'clock, then you can just keep catching fish and then just go up from there. Um, but I know it's harder in the fall because you've got big fish, you know, feeding and trying to move up, uh, move into hibernation. So those two seasons are your best seasons to actually like catch fish. Summer, like I said, it's hit and miss, um, but spring and fall. Okay. And I'll, I'll be, I'll be doing a bunch of stuff here. Um, come springtime i know my business is going to take off and i at least i hope it does right we'll have to run some ad campaigns for you that'll work get all your business integrations up on all the different websites but what uh oh i just had a point what was it um oh what so you said you've been fishing your whole life or you've been what uh 
if you've been doing it since you remember, essentially, I don't know yeah. what uh, what got you into that. Who was a who would have been an inspiration in that, or, or like what piqued your interest in in fishing? Um, when I was younger, it was probably my grandfather. I, I would say I I because yeah, we would go to the lake or we'd go to Wolf Run. Um, and my grandfather was huge. Like he was always wanting us to do something, be involved in something. Uh, he, uh, he passed away here to February okay. of 2020. Um, so it's been kind of hard, kind of rough on us, you know, the last end, the holidays and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. Right through the, yeah. So he passed away in February, but, um, like I said, with my business and stuff, I'd had that idea for a year and he just kept saying, run with it, do it, do it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, October, I was like, I'm just going to do it. I just bought everything and I'm, yeah. You know, working hard, running as much as I can, doing as much as I can. But that's cool. He's definitely, if if he, um, if he didn't see us doing something, he would help us do something. He would make us do something. Okay. He was b very big into basketball, so. Uh, Good segue. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, he he's very big into basketball, or you know was big into basketball, and he. Uh, he would always, hey, you want to go to a basketball game? It didn't matter if it was Caldwell, Matterbrook, Shenandoah. It was, hey, you want to go to a basketball game? Sure. Right. Uh, and I remember 2018, it was basketball season. We went um, Matterbrook game at Cambridge. It was their tournament game. I can't mm. remember who they were playing. Claymont, I think. Maybe. And it was, it was, anyway, it was at Cambridge. And my grandpa at the time, he was still sick but i said hey you want to go to a basketball game and he just perked right up yeah. you know and it was it was kind of cool because like that was my last you know kind of memory that i had something i did with him um was we went to a basketball game that's cool so you know he's always been there and supported me um with anything that i've ever done so i was like okay i'm gonna start this business i'm gonna do because it, what would he want me to do would he want me to just say oh you could have done that you know, he's always wanting me to work, so I figure I'll put more on my plate and yeah. make it work. You can so. never have too much. No. At least, at least that's what I, I've learned so far. I'm sure it'll get to a point where it's like, <laughs> this, is, this is a lot, but right. so far so good. But um, yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, speaking of basketball, we're in basketball season. We are. Actually, by this time, let's see. No, it won't be. There'll still be games going on. It, oh, yeah. Yeah, they've got games into mid-February, so we're good on that. But you actually filmed some stuff with us for football season. I did, yeah. That was How was that? That was fun. I enjoyed that. It was definitely a learning experience. Yeah. Uh, big camera. You know, <laughs> I'm used to my phone, using my phone to film a YouTube video, or uh, I had a camera at one time. It wasn't that great uh, that I used to film some stuff uh, for my YouTube channel, uh, which when you were like, hey, does anybody want to help us? I was like, well, heck yeah. You mm -hmm. know, I like to film. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. So I worked Buckeye Trail for you, a couple of games yeah. for them. I enjoyed it. I loved learning it. You got to go to more high school football games than a lot of people. Uh, yeah. 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 My wife was jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was she like, hey, came and held uh, your umbrella. Yeah. The one game, was it Indian Valley and Buckeye Trail? They got rained out that monsoon. Mm-hmm. And the big storm we had yeah that was that was sketchy driving home they, they rained it out but uh what were some things that you didn't expect or 
thought, oh, that's kind of, you know, I never would have even thought of that when when you started doing the video stuff with us. Just just the setup and the, the work that goes into it. I mean, you guys put a lot of work into videoing and, and making it right look really good. And I'm glad I got to be, you know, a part of it. Yeah. It was, it was awesome, and I've learned a lot. Oh, and, um, when, and when you're not working... You'll still be a part of it. We'll, <laughs> well, yeah. We'll get you back out there one way or another. Hey, I'm, right? I'm game, so. But, yeah, so I think that that's a good point. I don't think people realize, you know, they get to see an end product. Oh, yeah. So it's. From start from start to finish, yeah. the, the whole idea of it was, I was scared. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. You gave me a rundown on the camera and said, roll with it. Well, and that was the interesting part about this year, you know. Last year, we had two teams, right. me and Ethan, we could go to games and film them. This year, usually what you like to do is have your preseason games, have your, right. your scrimmages we couldn't. where you can take people and teach them. You know? But we had three schools, and so it ended up being, well, we can't go practice. I have to show you basically everything in the studio yeah. and hope you can figure it out. And and it, it it was a tough learning curve, but I think it it worked out as good as it could, given the circumstances. Absolutely, you know, with because even you know anywhere else you go, you're going to get a boot camp, you're going to be oh, on yeah. the ground, yep, you're going to be at a game, and so really it, it kind of worked out with us doing photo too, because I you know we could you be were at there, some games yep. and be like, hey, stand here, you know, this is where you want to be, but yeah, I mean, especially just with the way things were this year, yeah, and that was that was another thing that I learned because in most of my YouTube videos, I don't have B roll. Yeah. I and yeah. on none of them. I absolutely cuz I I didn't know video production and stuff mm -hmm. like that until I started working with you on that. So I was like, "Dang, okay, I can take this and and do this in my videos and I can do this." And that's all something that you taught me, which will hopefully hopefully help grow my YouTube. Right. Um, yeah, and that's a big thing with with a video is you want to make sure, you know, you have your main story or whatever it is. Right. You know, even with this, I guess the podcast style there's not really any B-roll just because it's a talk. It's just a conversation, snippets. but anything cinematic or right. even, even if you're just making YouTube videos for, you know, vlogs, whatever that might be, you Absolutely. know, B-roll is basically for people that don't know is your extra footage. So you have your A-roll, which I I didn't go to school for this. I'm assuming that's what your main footage is called. <laughs> it would make sense. And if it doesn't, we're putting that in a dictionary because that makes sense. But your B-roll is basically the second footages you have to fill time between your A shots. So, um, you know, if you watch any of our stuff, you'll see a lot of like pregame stuff. So we're filling. That's B-roll. You know, you're getting some stuff before the game, getting cleats, getting helmets, getting footballs, getting the stadium. Anything that's not the actual game being played for us is B-roll, basically. Right. So. You know, even some of the locker room stuff is B-roll. Um, if we're going to the locker rooms, getting different things. Couldn't get things. that. Not this year, right? It, we try to stay out of the locker rooms with, with COVID and everything. But, um, you know, that's what is that's what makes a video different. You know, it keeps people watching. Whereas like this Absolutely. podcast stuff, you almost have to be, you're, you're committing to it. Right. Whereas high school videos... You know, even the live streams, you're you're a fan or something, you're committing to watching that. Right. Whereas a high school highlight tape, a vlog on YouTube, something you're watching for fun, basically, that right. you have no invested interest in. B-roll is really important because you want to make sure people are sticking around watching your video. Yeah. You know, and that's what, 
it's not the only thing that matters, but it does help at the beginning of videos, especially when it matters because you're yeah. trying to hook your audience in. Uh, it helps it's, to have different shots, different little quick cuts, because then they're not sitting there watching the same static shot for too long. Right, right. And I learned that, you know, definitely you're going to help me with that. Uh, definitely just getting everything you can, every little thing, because in, in the end, you're going to say, oh, man, I didn't get that or I didn't get this. And you're going to be like, well, my video's crap now. Right. And that's, uh, you know, that's something to think about when you're always you're, you're filming, too, is, you know, especially if you're doing anything for us on the field or in a court or anything, and this is for anyone. So if, if you're looking for work, we're probably going to need people. So hit me up. But, uh, you're always, you're always looking for a shot. You're never just standing around doing nothing. So, oh, yeah. you know, obviously when the game's going on, you're filming every single play. Uh, but outside of that, you know, between plays, you're looking for players on the sidelines, running to the sidelines, high five. And, I got, yeah, I, I got run over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely, and that's another thing. Like, especially like with fishing videos, is you got to get every single cast, because right. you know it, if you, you don't, know. that's yeah. how football is. You know, you'd love to just sit and only film the the, the touchdowns, right. but you don't know when that's happening. Right. So you're, right. you know, and and we almost play it the same way. Where if if our team or whoever we're filming is on offense, you know, like I've told you, we like to be downfield from yeah. them in the hopes that they're going to either get a big play, they're going to score, and you're on the right end of that play. Right. Now, if the other team, you know, they come up, tackle someone, and they fumble the ball, oh, you missed it, but that's so not zoom, your team. That's right? what zoom's for. Yeah, and, and we can zoom pretty well too. But sometimes it's different if your team's on defense. Right. Typically, you always want to be downfield from the offensive side. So... Um, and this is basketball is a little different. You're just basically standing on your team's end unless you're filming both, but that's another story. <laughs> oh, but, yep. but for football, you always want to be downfield from the offense so that you're always getting those big plays from the, and you miss a few on defense, but that's when say your team is on defense, but they're at like their own 30. Right. That's when you can be behind the plays. You can get some of those sacks and stuff because right. The chances of a, them scoring all the way from the other 30 is very slim. So it anything, happens, but it's slim. Right. And so anything inside of that, you know, you're going to be getting any forced fumbles, any yeah. sacks, any. So you're getting some of that stuff that you wouldn't get if you were just only playing. So you're almost playing a game of odds. You know, yeah. what's your percentage that this is going to happen? What's, yeah. So there's so much that goes into it that you don't really think about until you're doing it. Um, and, and you really got to, you know, pay attention to things like that. But it's something that like you don't realize until you're out there doing it is you're you're constantly on yeah and now and what what kind of work are you going back into so you're you're getting you got a new job coming yeah yeah so i'll actually when this comes out i'll be working yeah there. oh yeah never mind you're already yeah um so uh it's the same thing that i was doing before it's just a better schedule better you know more money um to fund my business right. and and that's a that's another like thing too is is i'm i'm not 100 percent with my business and i'm not 100 percent into fishing it it takes time that right. you know you have to have a, a constant revenue oh yeah and uh so i i still have my my day job you know don't quit your day job yeah until um, you can until you can then yep. you can until you can then you can <laughs> so that's that was another thing is is like my wife and i uh she's a school teacher mm -hmm. um in public education, which is crazy right now. <laughs> um, but her and I, we've kind of talked and it's like, 
you know, I have a five-year business plan, what I want to do, when I want to do it. Um, by year three, this, you know, we'll go in. Her and I had talked about it, and it's it's plausible. It's very, very plausible. It's very possible uh, to get a storefront. Um, oh, yeah. Here in Cambridge, or I've, I'm actually, I don't want to go into a whole <laughs> lot of details, but uh, come springtime, I'll be in some different places. Um, Bass Pro? I wish, man. I wish. <laughs> that That's like the end goal with, yeah. with fishing lures is, is to get into the stores, get into the Walmart, Bass right. Pro shops, Cabela's, um, Tang, or what? what is it, the Gander Mountain. Oh, yeah. That's another There's one, one in uh, Reynoldsburg, I think. Yeah. But I guess my, my point with that would be, as a business owner, you probably have already learned a little bit, but... <sighs> But, but you're always on always, you know, there's like, I have friends that have really, some have hard jobs. They're, they're hard, but it's more, you know, you're working long hours and that's, oh, yeah, that's, and, and that's the thing is like with my day job, like I work 10, 12 hours a day mm-hmm. and then I come home and I still have to work. Yeah. You know, I'm still making product. I'm still, because everything is hand packaged and poured right here in Cambridge. You know, okay. I don't send anything out. I don't send, you know, um, you're not getting it off the uh, Alibaba. You know? No, nope. Not from China. Nope. Nope. Everything is hand packaged and poured right here in Guernsey County. Uh, and then I've shipped, you know, outside of Ohio. Yeah. And, um, so that's kind of nice. It's just learning business in general. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's like, okay, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Am I up for it? Right. And, and it, tends to pay off oh it's it's paying off like don't get me wrong you know my my sales are pretty good good um and that that was another thing is like a bunch of my friends and i'm not dissing my friends you know i'm not i have friends you know but they always want something they want this for free they want that they want you know they don't want to pay this they want to pay that and it's like okay i'm trying to run a legitimate business Mm -hmm. you know and i'm trying to make a name for myself um and i can't just give deals to everybody or else i'm not making any money um, so that's what I've had to learn too, is, is just, okay, I can't give, you know, this guy a deal and then not this guy or yeah. it's just cut it out completely. Well, so. and that, yeah, you'll learn in with, I guess the good thing with what I do is we work more with businesses, with schools. Right. So we don't have a lot of that. Right. And don't get me wrong. I like doing stuff for free. You can probably tell by my pricing. It's rather affordable. But, <laughs> but that's and that's that's another thing with me too is is all of my stuff is four or five dollars cheaper than your big your big stores. It's the same right. product, you know. They may have they have different um, ways of making their lures and stuff, um, but it's the same thing. But mine's just cheaper, mm-hmm. you know. So and I pride myself on that. I've I'm cheaper than your big box, right? And it. And they all my products have been product tested. I've tested. I've got a fish on every one of them, um, except for on one I just released. I caught a fish, but it it got off towards the bank, so it it, it bit it. So yeah. I knew it was good. If a fish is willing to bite a lure, then you know you're good. Um, so just that one, but everything else I've caught a fish on. Okay. It didn't matter if it was a bluegill, crappie, bass, catfish. Um, so, and then I also, I pride myself on that. Everything's been product tested. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's cool. 
that's and and that's something I like I've seen online. You know, it's one of those like cheesy Facebook you know quote things, and it's like if you want to you know if you want to if you want to support your friend's business, right? Buy their product. You know, don't don't ask for it. Buy right. it. You know, because right. treat it just like it was someone you didn't a big know, box. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, if I and was then, if I was the Guggen Squad, you know, yeah. treat me like that. And those guys, they're making a killing. Right. And they have YouTube, and you know, respect them, but they're they're making a killing, and I, and that was a, like, that was another thing when I started fishing um, competitively, like I nonstop was watching YouTube, um, and I was watching actually two, two two guys that are on the pro circuit from Newcomerstown, uh, mm. Hunter and Fletcher Shryock. They they both one fishes the them. one yeah. fishes the MLF and the other one fishes the Bassmaster elite series so you know if they can do it i can do it yeah you know but it costs a lot of money <laughs> so right. sponsors hey i'm also looking for 2021 sponsors for this upcoming <laughs> fishing season my fishing jersey's a little ah uh, there we go uh, plug them there well i don't have any well for 2021 you could have just got plugged think about that hey. person with business yeah absolutely <laughs> name here uh you know obviously i'm gonna do a lot with my business promoting my business when yeah. i'm fishing um but i'm definitely looking for other businesses to help with the costs, mm -hmm. you know, um, because it, it, it does, the tournament fees and stuff do get expensive. Um, you fish twice, maybe two times a month. Um, you know, that's $160 a month times you fish what, six months. Yeah. So that's seven, $800 mm -hmm. a year, just in, just in fees. Right. Yeah. You know, that doesn't cost, that's not your, your travel costs, your hotel costs. Your so. brand new red boat costs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, Hey, if anybody wants to sponsor me a boat, that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. Uh, but now that's, that's for another time. <laughs> that's, that's not yet. I'm, I'm going to focus on my business is going to be number one. And then like, obviously I'm going to fish competitively, mm -hmm. but business is going to be my main because you could you could win a thousand dollars one month. You can win ten thousand dollars the next. It's not you know reliable. It's not a reliable source of income for me. Right. So and that's why I still have my day job. So I'm going to focus on my business, try to build that up. I mean, it's definitely I've learned a lot. I've learned taxes. I've learned. Yeah, I'm um, still learning. Oh, no, it's 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 a lot, but yeah. But now I actually see you've got a. Oh. Ryan Robinette. I do merch item over there. I do. It's a koozie, a can koozie. So um, shout out Ryan. You made two episodes now yeah, without uh, even being here. And um, I had just met him. What was that? That Christmas concert? Is it the I Christmas? Think? Yeah. Or no, it wasn't the Christmas. It was their uh, the first one. The first one they did. Yeah, and I, I ran your just camera for fun. For you. The fun concert. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, there you go. If you're looking for a koozie, yeah, he, he Ryan gave, Robinette sells them. So. Yeah, he gave that one to me. Uh, He's an amazing artist, local artist. I like that. Mm -hmm. And then Eli. I, Eli's here? Yeah. I never heard of him until really? I saw him. Yeah. Until I was I was listening to somebody. He's pretty good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I See, mean, so this thing's paying off. People, hey. we better get in here. We're, we're building we're building brands over here. Hey. But, that's uh, the way to do it. Yeah. That's, you know, we always like supporting Ryan's stuff here. You know, he's a good friend of the... Absolutely. Friend of me, I guess. I, I want to say friend of the show, but that doesn't. I mean, it's stupid. Doesn't he's, he's, a, he, he's a friend of the productions. Of the productions, but he's he's more than that. He he is a friend. Right. Uh, right. When you say that, it's like real tech. It's like businessy and I'm like corporate, and you're like, yeah. You're but not, uh, you're not a corporate guy, are you? Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> uh, I I hate I hate red tape. 
Yeah. And anything that stops me from doing what I want to do with my business or my money. And I think a lot of business owners are like that. Um, yeah. Oh, trust me. But I see, you know, like I have people, you know, saying, and I get it. Like some people want to do more of the, they want more of the office side of stuff done. Right. And I, I, it needs done at some point. Don't get me wrong. But, it's all about having fun, though. As long as you're having fun, you're not working. Yeah. And, and, and I enjoy my business. Right. Absolutely. And that's where I'm, I want to get into the, the more businessy side of it. But at the same time, like right now, we're doing okay. I mean, granted, there was a pandemic. but We're still in a pandemic. Yeah. And that's... Right. And so I don't... Like, I would love to, to, to have an employee handbook and stuff. Oh, absolutely. But at the same time, I don't want the ramification that come like how often am I going to hire someone? Right. You don't, you, you don't want that visit, yeah. the orientation. It's like you're, I, I get it. Yeah. You know? And it, now I guess maybe for some of the freelance stuff. So like, it'd be nice to have like a, a sheet, not a whole book, just like a sheet where it's like, Hey, here's the shots you want to get at a, at a game at or, a you know, or yeah. like, oh, absolutely. here's what's expected. You can sign this out, sign this in this stuff. But outside of that, I'm just like, just come to, and and actually the UFC. Do you watch any, yeah, any oh, UFC? Yeah, yeah? Conor McGregor. Into, so like I think of um, oh what's his name? The guy that owns it, Dana White. Dana White. I'm sorry, Dana, if you're listening. <laughs> no, but I think of him. You know that's his business. Oh, now, absolutely. Granted, there's people hitting each other, so there is a a lot of red tape in it. Oh yeah. Oh but yeah. It's, the insurance it's, has got to be outrageous. Yeah, but there's so much less than a lot of like. Like, for example, like the World Boxing Commission or what, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I was looking at differences between them and like the UFC. And, you know, some people were like, well, WBC is so boring right now. And well, I can't Well, there's just no fans. That. They still fight. And, well, the reason there's no fans, the fights are boring because there's all the, there's so much red tape involved with it where it's like, yeah. well, this guy needs to fight this guy to get here. And yeah. And, whereas like Dana White's like, Screw just let him fight. Screw it. These two guys, they yep. hate each other. Put them in the ring. Yep. Like, and so he he controls what's going on. Right. And, you know, I'm not the UFC, but I like being able to like be in like. You're in charge. I'm making the call. Like, right, if I want right. to do a podcast, I do a podcast. You do a podcast. You know, if, I, like, if I wanted to make a certain lure, I make a certain lure. Exactly. A certain color, I do it. You know, and I I I like that. You know, oh. my wife tells me all the time. You just can't handle authority. You just oh, need to be I your can't. own boss. I can't handle authority. And uh, well, I, I mean, I, I can handle to get, a certain extent, right? Yeah. Um, I can, but I'm just like, I'll be my own boss. I want to make my own hours. I want to, you know, do that kind of stuff. Um, and that's just the way that I am. Yeah, and I like, for example, if like, say I wasn't in charge. Say I was the owner of this business, but you weren't in charge. There's people I would have to go through. Like, say we have HR, and uh-huh. HR is probably necessary, but like marketing and, um, you know, someone in charge of my budget, basically. Oh, you know I'd, how many I'd, of I'd my, go pur- over the budget my so purchases many times. would be denied all the time. Yep. They'd be like, you don't need. Yep. And I don't want to sound like I'm buying stuff that, but like the podcast stuff, like I can see a vision in this, oh, absolutely. That what it can be. But if you say, hey, I need to buy mics, I need to buy, you know, more equipment that costs X amount of dollars, you're like, well, no, that, they just see the money. They don't yep. see the vision, you know. And You and know who my HR and budget manager is? 
my your wife. wife. Yes. And see, <laughs> I'm not to that step yet. Wow. So I get I get a little more free reign. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> to each their own. But I I had actually I was looking at a different mold that I wanted to buy and. I said, hey, you know, this would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, how much is it? And I was like, 60 bucks. <laughs> and she's like, no. It's like, well, come on. I, I think I could sell these. You know, this would be cool. This is something different. She's like, no. I'm like, all right, Fun. fine. Yeah. Fine. I'll just sell what I have. And so, the, uh, oh, yeah. So I think it just comes back. I've said this, I think, two episodes in a row now, but it's going to be three. It comes back to how I was raised. Yep. You know, I was good in school. I was a good kid. I don't want people to think I was like this rebel that like, I was a good kid. <laughs> I was I got, good to a certain extent. Yeah. I got, not even, I was just a very good kid, I think. But as I got a little older, still a good guy. Like I, I like doing stuff for people and all that, but I got like almost tired of like, like in school, I'd still get good grades because you have to finish school. Right. But I was so tired. I'm like, I don't need to know this. You know, like how is this going to help me how like oh trust me <laughs> with my wife being a public education school teacher i i hear it all yeah i hear the good the bad the ugly yeah and i respect when i was younger i was like oh, this is stupid i don't need to learn this but now i'm like she comes home she tells me something i'm like well those kids need to learn that they need to know that yeah you know god forbid you know you get into a job that you you don't need something but then you go to another job and you need that. Right. And that it does come down to, and I like to think of it as like, if you didn't do something, it could be something small even. If you didn't do something in life, whether that was take a class, right, read a book, would you be, you know, you might not even think about it, but would right. you be doing what, what you're, doing you're doing or be as good at it for something you don't even think of? Like, did reading that book in, in you know, freshman year matter. make make a difference. I, you'll never know. Until, you have no unless idea. you do it, or right? and so I always like to think back to like my first year at college. Like I went to Arizona State. I was in the oh. honors college, and oh. well, honors just means you pay more. It doesn't. <laughs> it means nothing else. So <laughs> it I means was pay- nothing in life. No, and so I was. You know, you have a little bit of a bigger room, nicer food, whatever. You're basically District 12 of the Hunger Games. Yes. But, um, you know, I went, I went, yeah, you're like, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> district 12 is probably the, like the worst one. But <laughs> well, the, no, that's, that's where they, uh, the people with all the fancy hair. That's the capital. And, yeah. The capital. Don't yeah. ask me how I know that. Well, I, I should have known. I've seen the Hunger Games. I, I've seen them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, but there's more to me than just fishing. Hey, we'll get to it. That's, we're starting to segue into it a little uh, bit here. But how, um, I get when I was in the honors college, we had to take this class called the human event and I don't know. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out if that, you know, actually, cause it was a very like challenging class right? and it was only for like the honor students. And, but all it was, was you'd read and I hated reading. Don't get, I, I could not stand reading books. I can't, I don't know why. If I can watch a video about it, why would I read a book about it? Hey, I'm the same and way. I'm sure there's someone out there really mad right now. They're like, <laughs> oh yeah, you can paint your own picture with the your, book. Your I'm English like, well, teachers. I can see exactly what he wanted me to see on the video. I'm sorry, your English teachers. Yeah, so, sorry, Mr. Valentine. He, he'll be texting me because he listens to him. Oh yeah, but um, I know. Basically, all we did was read different religious texts, right? And I was like, eh, you know, like. And, but you could tell even 
now granted Arizona State's a very big college and I'm very not very I'm anti-college <laughs> to an extent not uh, completely I, I think education is good for those that are you know yeah. that learn better from yeah. education but there, I, I also believe in the learn. trade schools yeah and we so. talked about that a little bit but I think so it really I think it boils down to what type of learner you are me I'm very you know as a kid I would get a brand new you know remote control car for Christmas and it would be torn apart in minutes not literally but I would unscrew everything yeah where does this wire what what is it now it'd never get put back together it just lay there in pieces <laughs> but I was always like curious about well what's this what is it you know and very hands-on just hands-on I want to learn it myself and yep. there are other people that learn way better from sitting in a class yep having someone tell them information you know and I, I guess I'm making it sound horrible, but like, I mean, my, my wife was that way. She just, yeah. you know, she loves education. She loves learning. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why she became a teacher, um, is just that learning. And I'm over here like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not that way. Like I believe education is important. I believe, you know, kids need a, a structure when they're younger. Um, but high school make, let them make a choice for themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they're still, they're not mature enough um, to make that choice because, you know, you've got kids that are, I'm, I'm gung-ho, I'm going to do this, and then they sit on the couch for, mm -hmm. you know, six weeks. But then you've got kids that are real go-getters. Um, but I, like I said, I, I believe education is important. Um, I'm just like you. I didn't finish school. Yeah. Uh, and I, to I totally, I'm not anywhere near so, the field. So basically anything we're saying right now, you, you cannot – Take it with a grain of salt because it's two biased opinions on, <laughs> on not finishing college. So, so yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm nowhere near doing what I went to school for. Right. So mine was very. Well, yeah. What did you go to school for? <laughs> uh, I went to school at Washington State. And funny story about that. Uh, oh. I, I did not okay. want to go to Washington State. I wanted um, my older sister. She'd went to a four-year school in North Carolina, Western Carolina University, mm. Catamounts. Go Catamounts. Oh, yeah. um, so I was like, well, I want to go to a four-year school. I can go to uh, Muskingum or Kentucky Christian University or Western Kentucky, just somewhere out of Ohio. Mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't mature enough. <laughs> um, according to my mother, I wasn't mature enough. So... She bribed me with a puppy. Oh, that's tough. So, yeah, yeah I mean, but, you know, it was I really want four a puppy. year, four <laughs> year education or a dog, you know? Right. So I chose the dog. Uh, so I went to Washington State um, and I went for police, like to be a police officer. So I went for, I was going to go and get my associates in criminal justice with a focus on the OPATA course. Um, and I went through the first two years, then I was going to enter the police academy. So I, I went, I was, yeah, it was probably, it was the end of the first semester of the academy because they did it separated. I went in the evenings um, and the commander, heck of a guy, great guy. All the, all the people that I went to school with, um, all the educators, wonderful people. Uh, and then the guys I was in the academy and girls um, that I was in the academy, wonderful. Uh, but it was just, it wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, no, I feel it. It's... So I, I left and went into the oil field there. Okay. So I as soon as, like, yeah, it was 20, what was it, 
2015, 2015 to 2016. Yeah, that's when I left school. Didn't, yeah. you know, just dropped out. And I think I'm, if I wanted to, I could go back. And, and I've talked with my wife about going back to school, but it's not going to be for, you know, criminal mm-hmm. justice. I want to go and get a business degree, market myself. Yeah. Because that's huge in the fishing industry is marketing yourself. You right. got to know how to do that, um, when to do that, what to say, um, things like that. So I talked with her about that, and that's fairly recent. Um, so that's an option for me um, is to go back and get a business degree or something, a marketing degree. Um, but yeah, I, I, it wasn't for me, so I dropped out. I, I have like two, if I wanted to go back, if I get this, you know, in my vein that I want to go back, I have to take two classes and I'll have my, right. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I was so close. I think I'm really, see, I don't know. I, I don't, I almost don't want to know just in case it is that, but I should preface cause from episode one, we talked a little bit about college and stuff. I, so this last semester I actually went and took, I got my real estate certificate. Oh, so, and I want, I want to save a lot of this for episode four because absolutely tag an episode for a little bit but mark coca he yeah. is do you know mark at all i, I don't know him no of him um, kinda. i know of him you saw his picture on my facebook page yeah yep, that. <laughs> right but no he uh he's he's a real good guy he's about our age um and he he has his real estate license as well as his own he does detailing and all this stuff so oh yeah but i i did get my real estate certificate so basically all i need to do is go take a test and, you'll get and I can go sell real estate. I really, I want to do it for myself just in case I wanted to get into that at some point. And well, you can even use real estate with your, you could take videos and pictures. Yeah, right. And there's a lot. You, and I've, I've actually done some of that where I've taken pictures and video for other, you know, Absolutely. real estate companies. But if I do that for myself, it's, you know, I guess you're saving a little bit of money, but you know what you want, you know, and so you can really tailor your, your sales to you. Absolutely. You know? And so I think. I think getting that isn't going to pay off for a while, but I do have some form of certificate from a college, you know, as you did it, right. I did it. <laughs> and I think I did more than that. I think I probably, if I went and looked, I could have some, I could probably throw together like an associates, yeah. you know, like just be like, ah, it's general business. Right. Right. But, but I don't know. I, I, I got through about two, two and a half years, maybe two years. Plus whatever I did in high school. So oh, like yeah, you guys had dual enrollment, yep. college. See, whatever. I didn't. I I did none of that. You know, I was in high school. I was mainly focused on sports. Yeah. Um, I wasn't very good. <laughs> I mean, oh, I feel it. <laughs> uh, basketball. I didn't. I main sport was soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish we had soccer at Meadowbrook. That would have been. I, so, I. We need to get soccer, and we need to get like lacrosse or something. We need to get ultimate frisbee. Oh, I don't even remember how to play, but I will come coach ultimate frisbee at Meadowbrook. Hey, I'll coach fishing asked. team, and you can coach ultimate yeah. frisbee. Yeah, we'll start all the weird sports at all the schools. Hey, that's fine. We'll have to get. Actually, we should get. Speaking of Caldwell area, we need to get the Apex guys on here. Absolutely. We need to get Kyle and yeah, Taryn and have them talk about the esports, esports side of stuff. Absolutely, yeah, that was that was awesome. That. I saw, and I'm a 2013 grad from Caldwell. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, they just had esports, and I'm like, well, dang, I played video games. I can, yeah, right. some of like, these where kids, was this? some of these kids though, I'm like, yeah, nope, not doing it. Not <laughs> playing against you. Yeah. No, I think it's a good thing. I, I know a lot of people, especially when we were in high school, really more when we were in middle school, I think was more, 
you play video games, you know, you nerd. It wasn't that big of a thing. But now, obviously, everyone plays video. Everyone. With the, I don't care what who is you it, are. Twitch and... Twitch, um, Mixer. Well, we got stuff falling all over the place behind us. Oh, well, you can't see it on camera. Well, yeah, you can. It's yeah, poking can. in there. But um, I think, you know, at that time, it's like, ah, you're just playing video games. You're not doing anything with your life. You can make really you good money You can make now. really good money. I mean, if you really put your, your, uh-huh. your mind into it and... It's the same thing as any business. You just got to commit to it. Right. Absolutely. But if you're willing to put in that time and people are like, you're just playing video games. It's just, you know, you're not working. Same thing as anything. You're working. it's working. It's so the way I like to think about it is we do a lot of like basketball tournament stuff too. Yeah. You probably had to experience this too a little bit because you filmed the fair with us, the live streams. Yeah. That was a long day. Riveting riveting content, right? Hey, I'm from Noble County, man. The highlight was the fair. No, and I I, I said that and I was like, okay, let me walk it back a second because that's not what I mean. (laughs) I I personally have never been to any of that. I've never been to the shows. Like when I went to the fair, I was riding upside down in the twister yep. and you know see, i did a little bit of both right. but i was never like i never was really introduced into that side of stuff so right. i you know i didn't really have any like interest in it or anything but it was it, it's it's cool to see like because you know i'd be walking around, you saw me running around oh is this one working is it but i would run around and see like people like i didn't know were even interested in that and i'm like mm-hmm. oh like this is a really big deal like we, we got a lot of covid aside i mean i know they tried to yeah, uh, not have large crowds, but uh, the people just they showed up. Yeah, I, well, I was working the hog show um, for you, and they just showed up out of, and they were all along. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> right, didn't expect this, but here we are. Yeah, but I did have a lot of people um, happy that we. I had people that were like, I hope they do this every year because. Um, you know, they said, Family you know, as a, as a grandma or a grandpa, we'd go and we'd sit at the pig show and, right. but we'd have our, we have seven grandkids, you know, two of them would be doing goats. And they said, now we just sit in our house and our recliner yep. and, and, and watch. next, yep. oh, goat show you're on. You know, so it, I think it did help a lot of people, but I would love, I would love to do that year over year, you know, would do. I, I would love to help you with yeah. that. That's all that was, I mean, it's long days, but. It's right. worth it in the end, you know. Right. And I guess people are like, and they don't they don't see the the behind the scenes of it. No, and it's it's oh just and you don't think it's an active job, and oh. sometimes it's not. You're standing a lot. I, I the one day I was you were. <laughs> where was that? Was that the pig show that you were standing for a while? Yeah, well, the, the pig show, and then I think it was the the cow, the dairy cow. <laughs> I was I was the pig show in the morning. And then I had like an hour break to go set up at the, the dairy cow show. And I was there. They did a bunch of other stuff other than dairy cows. But, oh, I was standing for, it was probably eight hours. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it, it's just a subtle movement of the cameras, but eight hours standing? Mm. Yeah. No, you, uh, so we do GBA tournaments. Yeah. And we will go live stream 13, 14, well, no, sometimes 12 hour days. So technically a little longer because we'll get up at six just right. to go set up. Right. We'll be there at like seven something setting up. Game started at eight. 
you might be there till 8 p.m. sometimes. Mm. And it's every, it's some, sometimes it's every other game. Most of the time it's every game because you're there and it's live. You're sitting there and you're like, oh, I'm just sitting like, yeah, sure. It might be, but you have to just be just active enough <laughs> just to, to wear you like, out. Oh my goodness. You know, you, you got, you can't see my hands, but like you just sit there and you just move this thing just Absolutely. this much. But your arms in the air, you have to, you yeah. know, unless you you can really get your, but your arms up a little bit. Oh, they're coming down the court. Oh, they scored. I look down, type in my score, and then look back up. Yeah, and, and see, you know, I I never I didn't have to do that, and I, oh, I mean, you're you're getting <laughs> off easy. So I think, you know, with the high school sports, it's not bad because right. it's one game or two games. If you're doing JV, you're done in two three hours. Right. These the the tournaments is what gets are you. just and it's one of those things where you know and Tommy will probably rip me you know Tommy Strasser <laughs> so your announcers are sitting beside you and you know I almost think their job is easier and I'm sure they think our job but they get to sit there and watch basketball and just talk and yep. now granted we're doing this and I like this is active like right. we're talking and you have to think a lot about what you're doing. But to have, you know, you're just, your hands aren't doing They're doing that. something that they love. Right. And it comes natural to them. Yeah. And, and I guess technically I should be doing something I love when I'm doing, but, but it's, it's almost physical. Whereas they're sitting, the most they might be doing is writing stats. Stats, right. But your arm is up. Constantly. All day. Moving. And it, it's just enough to where you have to be active the whole time. Right. To where it's like it's not only a thirty-second timeout. Yeah, it's not just your arm. It's like your mind had because you're keeping. Did I get that score in? Did I, you're you're just like in the game the yep. entire time, and whew, that it's over it's over a ten to twelve hour day. I I was I, I guess I don't tell him too much, but like John, I'm sure John Ferguson's listening. GBA guy Jeff, you might be listening too, but but they might get on me. But you know we have door people that will take tickets and stuff at, at, right. at events. I would, I think, you know, I don't think I'll ever get that opportunity, but I think I would love that job. Oh, absolutely. Because you have a flood of people at the beginnings of games. Right, and the, right. But you get to just sit there. <laughs> Count money. And now, granted, that sounds pretty easy. I make it sound a lot easier than it is, but like with the video, you're active the entire time. I mean, right. there's no real time off, you know, fishing. versus like, and I'll, I'll tie that into fishing. Yeah. There's, there's no time off. Absolutely. And like the tournament preps unreal, you know, and if, if I go bigger, go get bigger with pro and go pro and be a pro fisherman, professional angler, um, you're constantly doing interviews and writing an article for a magazine or, Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that's with anything professional is you're always in the light. Yeah. And you're you always have to be on your A game because one little thing can No, I've learned that. It's and I I don't like want to get like I hate like talking about like myself sometimes. But this was I honestly the idea for this podcast was like I need to be in front of the camera more. You know, people know our brand. They know we do sports. They don't know you. They don't know me. Some, you know, some of them do, and you see me occasionally here and there. But I wanted people to be able to hear me talk, be able to, you know, empathize. I, I, I make it sound like I'm like, like I'm like in this horrible position, but you know, be able to feel 
like my emotion versus just like, oh, he's just a brand. This is right. This is just a video. I can. Like, it's, do it. it's more than just a a company. Yeah, a brand. And I want it. To, I want people to see the person behind it. And absolutely, honestly, I did it to push myself a little bit out of my comfort zone. Right. Because I don't mind talking, especially when we're talking, you know, all this kind of stuff. But outside of like this and being on, you know, your brain, brain wise at right. a, an event or something. Right. I am like the most like shut off person. Quiet. I hate talking. Miranda, I don't know if she's still here, but she hates like when I like she'll talk to me. And she's like, why don't you ever say anything back? I'm like, there's nothing to say. You know, like I'm just one of those guys where I'm yep. like, I used to be like that. And it's just I, like, I get it, but I'm just so like turned off. Not like. Yeah, you know, whatever, but <laughs> not like that. <laughs> PG-13. Like Whoa, we're at the end of the podcast. We can say what we want, right? Or nearly, whatever, the back, back end. But I just feel like it's, you know, I'm, I'm always on in front of people and they see like this anime, but I'm, I hate, like right. I, I would rather sit there in silence than right. like, right. and there's some people that like hate that and they're like, Miranda, she, she hates like not having anything going on. Like she wants to be talking. She wants to be like, if it's, She's bored. And I'm like, right. when I'm bored, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, like, I'm well, not you're act- just at peace. Like, you're not thinking yeah. about anything. And, like, especially, like, as a business owner, it's like, if you're bored, that's good. You know, you're caught up on things. And that was another thing that I learned is, like, um, I have orders mm-hmm. constantly, you know. And it's like, okay, I get these done for the day. And then I'm, I'm ready to go to bed. But my mind is still continuously like, okay, you got to fill this out. You got to fill, you got to fill this mm-hmm. order, this order. And there was one time, I, I was like 1030 at night, almost 11. And I had an order pop up <laughs> and I was laying in bed with my wife and we were watching um, something on Netflix and it popped up and I was like, I got to fill this <laughs> at, at 1130 at night or 11 o'clock at yeah. night. And I was like, and she's like, you know, people you know, you can take a break, you know, you can, you know, and I'm like, well, I, I got to do it. And so I've learned anything past nine o'clock that comes in, pff, wait till yeah. the next day. Yeah. And I'm starting to learn, learn that is because we would do some things like certain events or certain, you know, sports stuff where we would say, Hey, we're going to have this out the next day, you right. know, and, or whatever it is. And it's a lot of work. Yeah. But when you're starting out, and you're just a new business, you want anything you can get. So right. giving that, you know, giving that ambition or that, that, that service to someone, you're like, this is like, what's going to sell people on it. But then you realize Quick once, you shipping. Get, once you get to this point, you're like, oh, I have 700 things to do. I can't turn that around in a day. Like that's right. insane, you know, but so you start to learn that you do have to pick and choose your time. And I'm still learning that where yep. I'm, I'll be in here till 12 sometimes just Sometimes working, sometimes not. Well, but. see, and that's another thing. Like, that's a good thing for me is everything's at my house. You're right. So, or my apartment. I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you where I live because <laughs> that's another story too. Oh, my goodness. Um, but everything's there. So, like, if something happens, I get an order. I mm-hmm. fill it, you know, put it outside for the male lady. Bless her soul. <laughs> Bless her heart, man. Oh, There was one day, I think I had four or five packages. And... I had scheduled, like, because I didn't know, you know, I'd, yeah. I'd never shipped anything. Uh, I mean, I have, but like, I've always took it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I was like, well, is she going to come back here? Do I need to schedule it? <laughs> and then the one day I had like four or five packages, she picked them up and then we got to talk and she's like, oh, you don't have to schedule um, anything. I'll just drive back 
huh. if there's anything out front and then if there's not then you know obviously i was like well crap that's easy yeah yeah see i still run everything the post office but we yeah. don't ship too much but right that is that yeah it's it's so interesting to to start a business and learn every like it's fun learning well, the absolutely. business because you start out and you're like we're going to do this and this and this and, and we're going like, to be great at this and yep. you are for a little bit and then you always look at other businesses and you're like oh i can do that well that and you look at them you're like i wonder why they don't so you know me being very like hard-headed and like hating like like establishment and like all this stuff yeah like i would always look at a business growing up or even still and i'm starting to learn but I would look at them and I wonder why, like, why are they like this? Why don't they do this? Why is this so, why are they so adamant about this and not right. do this when people say it? And then I'd go do it and I'd be like, I can do that. And then I'd go do it. And I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> right. Like this is the, this is this no is wonder the they don't do it. No. And that's why I, going back, that's why I would, that's why I wanted to do this podcast is it, it gets me more personable, me more personalized versus because I would have the big corporation, the big that, production company. Yeah. And I would have people, you know, just like be like, this sucks. And I'm like, I know we're working on it. Yeah. You know, but, and <laughs> oh, yeah. And the, just the, like, I have no audio. Yeah. Oh, don't, I don't want to get into the start with all because people get offended. But I, I mean, it's do you remember? Down. I don't, did I tell you at one of the trail games, someone messaged me and said, weren't they hearing like Meadowbrook? They were audio? hearing the Meadowbrook game during the trail game and i'm like okay well that doesn't make any sense at all and i now it's fixed right. so like on our end you're not going to hear that anymore thankfully right. but all it was was they were you know we had both games on the same screen right and you were hearing both so they what the other one was just playing you know and and that's what i'm starting to learn too is i know a lot about like tech and the websites right. and stuff and not a Which lot of, I'm still learning. Yeah. Oh my, my website needs a revamp, yeah. Caleb. And and some, I don't know if I can take on another website. <laughs> I've got a lot of. Websites. I'm not saying you have to take it on. Just help me out. Yeah, yeah, we'll teach you. It's but definitely. Oh my. And so I'm trying to, you know, like understand that, you know, not everyone knows everything about the sites and everything, and you know, some people don't even think. Well, maybe, you know, it's almost like a troubleshooting process where right, it's like yeah. they don't have Trial any of that error. knowledge where it's like they can go in and troubleshoot something versus I need, I can change it on my end and it right. makes it easier for everyone. Right. I'm not getting the calls. They don't, but you know, to me I, at the time it was just so simple to be like, oh, just scroll down and just need pause it. it. But right. they don't know there's another web browser. I know that because I put it there, you know, they don't know that. So it's starting to understand and looking at it from an outside perspective where it starts Absolutely. to make more sense. Um, and that's with anything. Right. But that, that was, you know, and I still do that sometimes where I'm like, well, I'm just going to do this because they don't and it's going to work. And sometimes it does. Right. Sometimes it doesn't. And that's when it starts to be, um, that that's where you start to differentiate yourself. Um, and that's something you might start to learn too is, what can you do differently that someone else can't? Right. What 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 is making you better than someone else? What what's what puts your product ahead of someone else's? And so prices. I, prices. Right, right that, now, that's what I'm. And that's that's the, what I am heck, hella good at. Well, is my prices. They're they're you know lower than your yeah your top brands. You know, and it, even though I am small, I'm a small business. Um, shop small. 
Um, mm-hmm. But my prices would will be anybody's. Now, um, some of the quantities, obviously, I can't compete with for their prices. Some of the they're selling, you know, the um, I know my my Senko worms that I have. I put four in a package. Now, most companies will put eight, mm-hmm. eight to twelve, and I'm like, well, okay, but I'm selling them for four for two dollars and fifty cents. You're selling eight for like seven bucks, mm-hmm. you know. So it evens out on my end, you know. I'm still selling at a lower cost. Yeah, you get less, but the the quality I feel, you mm-hmm. know, I'm you know my Superior. quality. Yeah, with any business, you know, and some some of the companies, you know, I'm not dogging any companies. You know, I use I still use their products. I'm not gonna just solely use mine, you know. Which I mean, 2021, I think. I probably will. Um, yeah. Just because I know they catch fish and, and I want to be able to say, this is what I did this year. You know, I fished with only my stuff. This is what my accomplishments. You can start a TikTok. I could, I have, I actually do have a TikTok. I've been, every guest we've talked about TikTok and I, I haven't gotten the TikTok bug yet. I can't, I <laughs> so, thought about it and I can't do it, but let's, yeah, I you got a TikTok? I is do, that, but I only have two videos. On TikTok, one of them is uh, my my puppy. He's a uh, Benny. He's a Lhasa Opso. He's three three or four years old, uh, and it's see how your dog reacts to the sound. And he's a crying <laughs> puppy. And a lot of the videos I'd watched on it were you know dogs were turning their heads and and stuff. And I was like, I wonder if my dog would do that. So I put the sound up video. And he did it. <laughs> and then the other one, like I said, I only have two two videos. The other one's a, a flipping challenge, a flipping a jig. Uh, with a reel into a, like a plastic cup. Oh. So yeah, it was, it was 15 yards maybe. Huh. Uh, I flipped just a, a we'll jig. Have to, we'll have to up that. We'll have to get you up to 25. I, well, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I'm not that good at flipping. 15 yards is about yeah. as good as I can get. And I mean, I'll get there eventually. I mean, practice. It just takes practice. Mm-hmm. Learning different style of flipping weights setting your reel to do this practice with that you know it's and like that's that's the big key thing with that is learning your reel and how it works oh that's that's another good point on on the fishing side (laughs) is actually i know you know obviously like this this is a very outside perspective but if i want my cast to go really far but I don't want it to sink to the bottom of the lake and hit a rock. What do I do? Like what? Like where's the middle ground between like too heavy and too light? I guess on like you know. What, what do you? Using. I mean, what are you trying to fish? Like, like see, I don't know. Well, I there's just, there's like, a like there's a. I'm million a show guy. I want I want to just. I want to watch a video <laughs> and know how to do it. Well, not even that. I just I want to stand there. I don't care if I catch fish. I want to look cool. I want to. I want to cast it. <laughs> Yeah, fifty yards out into the lake, which is yeah, right. It's but, possible, but that—that's what I want. I don't care if I catch anything. <laughs> I want to stand beside Ethan while he's catching fish, and, <laughs> and just cast it fifty yards. And just be like, look at my lake. cast, and and just you just, know, I'll take my time. I don't need it. I'm not in any hurry. <laughs> I'm not. But is—is is there certain like, if say you're wanting to cast farther, what what should what kind of weights, so sinkers and stuff, should you be putting on versus? What's too much? Too much? I mean, 
I've ever really, the highest I've ever went on weight wise is one ounce. Now, see, you're already ahead of me because I measure mine and how many sinkers I'm putting on. <laughs> oh, um, so like, yeah, so like I said, the the heaviest I've ever went is one ounce, and it it probably went twenty five yards. Okay. Um, but I know guys. So you're saying we could we could do the challenge? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But if I have to have one one ounce, one and a half ounce, probably or to flip, we could, we could just special effects it. How about that? We could. I mean, just, we have the ability. Just cheat, right? Yeah. We'll just, we'll put it in. <laughs> Get have views. you pull it out real fast and make it, we'll just put it in reverse. There we go. You can, just like some of the, have you seen those guys that flip like discs into like CD players? And yeah. Stuff? Yeah. Those yeah are there's all just, no way. Well, some of the, some of them are real, but most of them aren't. But like a lot of that stuff is just played in reverse. And if you look real hard, you can kind of tell, but yeah. sometimes you can't. I'm like, well, that's the thing. Like, I'm like, how the heck do they do that? I have no idea. Yeah. And, uh, but no, uh, if, if you're wanting to cast really far, uh, just it's heavier weight, but then it also, it dials get, get down to, to the gym a little bit. Yeah. Get, <laughs> hey, working out too. Yeah. That, stay in 2021, fit. new year, new me. Yeah, right? I know. It's the same me, but, uh, uh, definitely weight and then just equipment that cheaper equipment like we discussed earlier the cheaper equipment's not going to be able to cast as far as the the higher end of are you talking real you're real you're you're real the rod's not all that important unless you're okay. catching fish uh just the flex in the rod and stuff yeah. but you're real and line there's a million different line uh combos you can do um but you're real you want to have I shouldn't say a, a higher gear ratio reel. Um, I have uh, one-to-one gear ratios. I have uh, 5.7 to 1. Mm. I have an 8-to-1 gear ratio that casts far. Hmm. But I, I, don't, I really hardly ever use it because I'm up on the banks, fishing banks. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it dials down to equipment when you want to cast far, just the way it works. Um, so it's... It's a little different in that sense. She was here. Now she's gone. <laughs> I, I don't know if they heard that ding or not, maybe. Ooh. But we just had an exit. Exit from the premises. Or pre so, oh, I always get that. People hate when I get premise. Premise. Premises. I don't know what that is. That's something is that a else. word? Probably not. We didn't go to college. Sorry. It's, it's I mean, Appalachia. We, we can go. say what we want. <laughs> uh, um. No, but that's, uh, yeah. I've, I've always, I don't know. I, even that bait caster, I can't. I can get some things that whatever I used in South America, that guy had it tuned. Set. I mean, it was, I was casting them, but here I'm like, I don't know. I've got this line on it. I hope this works and like weight wise, you know, and everything versus like, you know, what is it like filament versus braided or what? Well, mono, 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 what? You got mono, um, fluoro, uh, trilene. Mm -hmm. You've got, uh, braid, those are your main ones. Um, I use braid and fluoro. Yeah, what is fluorocarbon? Is there perks to using certain ones over others? Or yeah, oh just... yeah, uh, definitely. Like fluorocarbon, it's it's more of a, a a stretchier. So like, if you go to set the hook, it's not like mm -hmm. if you're just fishing on a bank, you're not fishing in cover. Braid is good for like cover, like lily pads and. And that kind of stuff. Because why it, is that? Or it's you're stronger. It. Yeah. It, you know, if if you're in cover, when you go to set the hook on a fish, 
uh, you're not going to snap your line as to if okay. you were fishing that same cover with a fluorocarbon um, line, it has more bend, more stretch, in it, and you're more liable to break it. So, I, and, you know, those are the two that I use, but I'm not an expert. So, don't quote me on things. Don't say, well, he's wrong on that. This is just what works for me. And how, I, what's the weird, if anything, what's the weirdest thing you've pulled out of the water? Anything other than uh, maybe sticks? I pulled some sticks out. The, okay, so I wouldn't say we pulled it out of the water. We saw it. Uh, it was a squirrel. We we <laughs> was were it dead. No, we were in a tournament. Me and a buddy of mine. We were fishing a tournament, and I actually have a video of it on my phone. <laughs> it's we were fishing along this bank, and we saw something come across. And we're like, "What is that?" And then uh, it got a little closer to the boat, a little closer to the boat, and I was like, "I'm gonna take a video of it." So I take a video of it, and it just swam in front of our boat and then it went up on the back and it was a squirrel like there's a squirrel swimming and it was, that was the weirdest thing we'd ever seen um on the water at least i right. have uh and then i mean i, I brand new i bought a uh, a lose custom uh speed stick uh, bait caster combo rod and reel and uh we were out pre-fishing for a tournament and I go to who set the hook on what I think is a fish. It's a fish. And, it, and I'm fighting it, fighting it, fighting it. And it jerks its head. It's a big muskie. Snaps my pole. So it, it snapped the line, snapped the pole, mm -hmm. snapped everything. And then, then, like I said, the craziest thing I've seen and been on when on the water is the fog. It's, really? it's rough. Is it weird? It's just eerie. Like, it's yeah. at six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. You're on a calm lake, mind you. It's calm. <laughs> that would be that'd be a cool video. Oh, it, I mean, it Maybe. would. Yes, right. Absolutely. If I was just in the boat, yeah. Like if I, because my partner, he he was driving the boat. Um, if I was thinking, but I was I was scared. Like I was holding on to his, because we were going thirty miles an hour in the ski zone. Couldn't see ten feet in front mm -hmm. of you, so. I was scared, but if I wasn't, I'd have been taking a video and been like, this is cool. Because <laughs> now I look back and I'm like, yeah, that was kind of cool. But at the time, nah, I was <laughs> no. scared. I was scared. Ah, shoot. It, definitely fishing is an expensive hobby yeah. if you make it. Yeah, and you can do it pretty cheap too. I mean, you can yeah. go get a kit at Walmart and, probably, and was, yeah. you can probably get almost the same results, right? I mean, as yeah, maybe I, not your top tier, but... I started, and I actually just started, we'll say what, in this 18th, so it would have been the 4th. Um, the 4th, I started a monthly lure club. Mm. So, you know, you, you purchase it, and it's every month you get an assortment of lures sent to you. Um, it could be lures. It could be the products I have. I have stickers and vinyl window decals um, that I just released as well. Okay. So all of, all of the stuff, and, and then I'll have some stuff in it that's not on my website um, that's just tailored just to that box or that package, the, the lure club. Yeah. So just released that too. So that's pretty exciting. Um, and then my mom, she bought me a cricket for Christmas. So that's okay. how I've been making my decals and yeah, stuff and yeah. stickers. And so we're, we're looking at maybe some T-shirts, uh -huh. hoodies, and Hats that's what I need to get. I'm supposed to be getting shirts for this podcast. Heck yeah. I want to give some of those away, but 
um, outside of, I guess, outside of fishing, we've gone, what are some of your other hobbies? I know you're working a lot. <laughs> music. Music? I do, yeah, I, I play music. I play guitar. So um, we, we're two for three on musicians right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not. Maybe we'll have to move this podcast to Nashville. Hey, we'll just, I'll we'll travel start. down. I actually had, so one of Eli's buddies, I don't, Jacob Rice, I think, uh, but he, he messaged me after we put his podcast out. He's like, I want to come on. I'm like, I, I'm in Ohio. He's like, oh man. <laughs> he, he thought I was in Tennessee and I'm like, no, but I was like, and he, you know, he does some traveling. So I was like, if you're ever up in the area, you know, Absolutely. I was like, I'll put you on the list. Cause so I think we're going to get a lot of guys because Nashville is such like a tight community. Right. You're going to get a lot of guys that see just their stuff and want to come on just because right. they were, you know, and so. And you see that the, the publicity that they got and they right. want that. And then, Well, Eli, he's already got a fan in you. I mean, yeah, he, yeah, absolutely. You know, he, so. I, I didn't so. even know. I was like, oh, he's from Cambridge? He's mm-hmm. from this area? Oh, cool. I checked this, you know, I was listening to this music. Yeah. And if, like I told him, if we get that million followers or whatever. At some point, that's that's a lot of followers still. But if we get to that, well, then boom, these episodes, you know, people are going to be watching from episode one till whenever. Absolutely. I mean, you're going to get the publicity from this, even just as is right now, I think is, is going to be pretty good once we get it off the ground. Right, right. So, you just released one, two episodes yeah. now. Yeah, I mean. so the second one will be out. And um, our main, you know, the idea is that we can use this. Uh, again, I'll plug it because I'm here, but we're going to be doing some advertising stuff with local yep. businesses if they want, if you're still listening at this point. <laughs> but but if Definitely. you are a business owner and, and you want you know advertising, we're going to be offering that service to you. Uh, that's going to be through, you know, any of our sports. And I've talked to you about that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so you'll Definitely. be on any I'll, sports. I'll be... Yeah, we'll get you in it for sure. Any sports, the podcast, so like before, you know, mid-roll ads, whatever, we'll be able to run those during the podcast. You'll get some advertisement in the area. So you're getting a lot of local advertisement. Well, that I mean, that's that's good. And and just like because I had no idea Eli was from here. I Honestly, I didn't know who he was until, Mm -hmm. you know, I saw and I was like, okay. I listened to the podcast and I I enjoyed it. And then I went on and listened to his music, really enjoyed his music. Um, so in that sense, I'm hoping, you know, I can get my name out there. Mm-hmm. And even if it's just local, I mean, we have four or five lakes around here right. that have tournaments, you know, and, and, you know, I've tested my products on these lakes. I know they work. Um, and so they're like, oh, okay, well, he's from here. You know, he's product tested on here. So they, obviously they work, you know, and so maybe I can get more. Yeah. In- we'll have to come out and, uh film you some commercials absolutely we'll i would love i would love that yeah. that would be awesome yeah we'll do that just do like a small infomercial i can uh-huh. put put on my uh we'll run we'll run so and that's actually something that goes with that the package that we're putting together is you know you'll be on you'll get these opportunities to sponsor not even sponsor if you're doing our monthly thing for the advertising you'll get you know you'll be on games you'll be on the podcast different things absolutely. like that but on top of that, we're going to be able to use some of that money that you're paying us to do, you know, um, Facebook ads. Absolutely. You know, we have guys that have experience. I'm the only guy on payroll right now, but we're we're planning it. So, uh, you know, I can do it, but we also have guys that have just graduated college that know what they're doing yep. pretty well. Um, and we're going to be able to run you guys Facebook ads, get you guys targeted audiences in the area. 
We'll be able to target and that's something whatever that I've, it is. I've learned too. Um, I've ran a couple ads on Facebook and Instagram yeah. for not my uh, my genius. So I've I've got my business page and then I've got my fishing page. Mm-hmm. So like where I post content, where I fish, my YouTube videos and such. And but then I also have my business page. So I've ran both, you know, ads on both, and I've gotten quite a good good amount of feedback. I've got a, you know assortment of people all over the country that are have liked my page, and then I had just talked to a guy from Georgia. Yeah, I'm talking about. Uh, Pomano fishing. It looks like hmm. it's it's a saltwater fish. I've never heard of it. No, he was talking to me about you know if my lures would do this, do that. So yeah. I was I was genuinely like, okay, well I'm gonna look this fish up. Yeah. So I looked it up, looked the the rigs to fish it, and I was like, oh yeah, my my lures would catch that. And he was like, I'll I'll definitely check your your you know your website out and maybe I'll get something from you. So I was like, absolutely, you know. Yeah. They, now I'm not saying it's going to catch you fish <laughs> on that specific species, and I told him that I said the species is different. You know, you have your saltwater and your freshwater fish, right? Totally different. And I said, but what you're wanting it for, it will do. Mm-hmm. You know, it it'll look different. So, and that was the thing. Like he's like the plamano fish. The I don't even know how to say it. Poblano is uh, it a pepper? I. I, I <laughs> I don't know, but it's a real thin fish. And uh, Pomano, I think, whatever. Um, <laughs> but he was like, you use like a, these real vibrant colors as floats and stuff. And I was like, okay. And he was like, you know, I think your lures would make it look more natural. And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, but then they they float. And he's like, he said something about he would need it to go through the water column with a weight on the bottom. And I was like, it'll do that. <laughs> uh, so he kind of like, for for me as being a bass fisherman, they have their their setup, their that fish's species setup. We have it what's called a drop shot, where you have a weight and then yep. it sits in Is the middle. Is that the the bullet looking one? No. That's that's uh, a bullet weight. A drop okay. shot weight. Well, at least like, I knew it was a bullet. <laughs> I didn't know it was a bullet weight, but a, it a, looks a, like one. A drop shot weight looks like a CO two canister, like you would put in a paintball gun. Okay. I yeah. So, I've heard of it. I I don't know if I've used it's, one. It's a before. thin weight, um, and so that's he's like, this is what th- this is our setup, and I was like, oh yeah, that's a drop shot in um, bass fishing. So I was like, yeah, I mean it'll do that. So he was he was pretty. It, I know there's a, a Texas rig. Yep. Yep. See, yeah, I'm, t- you're 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 no you know more than I do. I read I read my owner's manual of my there kit <laughs> my kit of bait that I bought from Walmart. <laughs> so oh, I, I've been there. I'm in it. I've been there. Uh, the Texas rig, drop shot rig, weightless Texas rig, Carolina rig. Now, see, I know a little bit about Carolina Reapers. It's a little different. <laughs> Which you will never get me to eat. Ooh, we'll see. I'm telling you. We'll, we'll do our best. No. No way. But, yeah, I and I, I think I think it's definitely my business is kicking off, mm-hmm. and it's wintertime in Ohio, yep. so you're not going to get – you know the the Ohio, the northern states, I should right. say. But well, you just, could throw some ads up and target southern you know, states. Southern, I could Florida, all that stuff. And uh, yeah, he was he was just like the, like I was talking to. He was like, yeah, I, I talked to a bunch of people, and he's like, I'll definitely mention you to them. And I was like, well, if I can get into the saltwater game too, right? You know, and not just bass because that's my lures have have targeted bass. Like that's that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also caught crappie and bluegill. I've caught a bluegill the size of my palm. <laughs> I'm, I'm 
it's that yeah. big. Yeah. And uh, on one of my lures. And so they they catch the species around here. Catfish. Right. Crappie. Bluegill. Bass. Now, if I can target and if they work in saltwater, then I'm in a whole different ball mm-hmm. game, you know. And I see from a marketing perspective... Something you could do is, you know, when you're doing these, you can run these Facebook ads. Now, what a lot of people do is they'll just hit boost post. Yeah. And that's easy, you know, because it's just going to, but you can actually go in and target your ads very, very specifically to wherever. But something that might be good for that, for example, might be, you know, just going on Google Maps. Right. In these southern states where it's still warmer, even towards the West Coast, finding not necessarily big areas but like some like a semi remote areas or there's that lakes. have these big lakes yep. right just sticking a pin right right in the middle of the lake and saying hey i want to target people within 25 miles right. of this and then you can do that for multiple different locations right then run ads on it that might not be a bad idea because so, yep i've I, well i've done but i've targeted age age yeah so um and not, not the U.S. in general. So age and then U.S. But I haven't done specific. This and so is you what can I get target. real. See, I, and it's, I'm learning. And you'll learn. But you can, I mean, for example, like I ran a few. And I don't run as many for myself anymore just because I am, I advertise myself. Right. But you can do so much with those. You can target people. So when I would run my wedding video ads. Right. I would target people that had just got engaged on Facebook. You know, for obvious reasons, but you can, because Facebook knows everything about you, you know, like you're posting, hey, I just got engaged and it pops up on it. So you can target engaged for three to six months, engaged for six plus months, whatever. So that, you know, you might not necessarily want to target people that have just been engaged because they're not thinking about who's going to be. Wedding videography is one of the last things you think about that you would want, but you still want it. See, I didn't do a video. We yeah. just did. We just did photos for ours. Right. Um, I wish we would have done a video. See, and that's so. Um, a lot of people end up leaving it off their list. Right. It's starting to become more prevalent my, now. My mother, there was a, a company. I think it was in Marietta. Okay. Um, that she was like, oh, they did such and such's wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And then we just were like, well, that's a lot of money. Can we afford that? And so we, like I said, we just left it off the list and. And now looking back, I'm like, man, I really wish we would have done that. <laughs> yeah. No. And so, you know, for us, we would almost, when we were running those, we would target six months plus engaged. Right. Because that's about, you know, it depending on who you are. So it depends. But we were engaged for a year. Yeah. A and, year. Yeah. Year. But then you, they start wedding planning around that time, you know, and they're like, well, well, now we need this. And so you can target that. You can, tar- you can target anything. Age gender absolutely whatever you want i mean it's on there sometimes it might have grown since but I th- i'm pretty sure you could target certain groups yeah so like if i wanted to hit people like that were in the guernsey county buy sell trade on yep. facebook i could go and it, you know it would show it to those people as well as people that were interested in things just absolutely. like that so there's so much that goes into the facebook advertising that you know i mean it just knows so much about you same thing as it, i mean google too. You right, can do Google right. Analytics and do the same thing, but is you know if that's something that your business needs or anything, that was the longest plug of my life. <laughs> we can do that, now. right? Well, and um, that's just that's adapting and 
in being innovative and that's what you need in a business especially like your business and my businesses i got to come up with new color variations mm -hmm. i got to come up with different styles um and that was that was a big thing too was just the the startup cost was i shouldn't say it was expensive mm -hmm. um because i i got everything um fairly at a fairly decent price um but then just continuing because I can't just melt soft plastics and, and you know, I can't reuse other companies. So I got to buy the stuff that I use. Um, yeah. And then that, the, just the reoccurring cost of that is in itself. And I, I've done, I've done pretty well. Um, and I've been open since October. Right. Yeah. Um, no. So it's only going to go up. It can't go down. Right. Well, that's what, that's what you pray for, right? Well, yeah. But that that is I, I'm still technically at the startup stage. Oh yeah. I so. think I think I'm still at the startup fit you know, technic in a tech sense. Right. You know, I mean the a lot of industries are you are startup for a few years. You oh know, until to, you to even five years some people are still in the startup phase. Right. Uh because you know, you're putting so much cost into it, you're starting it up, you know. I mean you're still putting Yeah all this money into it but at some point you know if you've got the vision for it you can see where off. okay i've i've got the product i need i've got what this is i know what i need to do here that's when it becomes sustainable and i can i can turn that into money Absolutely. you know and yep. that's that's really any if, if someone's looking to get into business you got to understand that you either have to have the money up front to be able to with withstand the hardships yep. You got to work a second job, you know, or not a second, your main job basically, and, and then work on your business in, in your free time. Or you got to be, um, you know, you really have to have that vision and, and understand that you're not going to see Profit. results immediately. You know, That's, and that was one thing that I thought was, oh, I'm going to buy all this stuff, make all this, sell it, yeah. and I'm going to have all this money. Yeah, no, mm -mm. it. I still, and it's that reoccurring cost because of the way that my business is the way that the the field the fishing industry is mm -hmm. you know is you're consistently and continuously buying different right and that uh, that would be your operating costs right it, you know keep the business open and that's that's something we're learning more about too is um you know especially with the streaming stuff we're doing now it's like yeah, yeah we can see a lot of money but a lot of that's going back to paying announcers paying you know, people to go do the broadcast, stuff yeah. like that. Which but, if you need somebody to, to call a game, yeah. I'll, I'll call a game. You know, call a game. I'll call a game. I will have you for sure. <laughs> but that's, that's definitely, that's something I've always, um, you know, not always, I guess, cause we just, but for this year, that's something I've it been It was definitely at. something that was needed. Yeah. And was, we'd been doing a few streams last year. So we did some of the basketball right. games and stuff. And then going into this, I was like, well this is a perfect time to get really into it. Cause I know what I'm doing. Right. You know, not everyone does. And so we were able to get started with that, but it, it, it's almost, you know, looking at the cost in it, it's very, it's very profitable. Once you get to a certain point, right. it, you know, building out to that point, you're either, you know, I look at it as it's, I think I'm more long-term with it. Everything else in life. I'm short-term. This is long. -term. This, the business, that's the one thing I, I can see into the future with basically versus oh, everything yeah. else. I'm like, I want it 
to happen, you know? Right, right. But that, you know, I can see, okay, I've got, I've got this, you know, I've got X amount of streams. I'm going to make X amount of dollars. But if I can add a stream here, I can add a stream here. Right. That's sure there's more operating costs, but it's still in the same night. You're still doing the same type of work. So right, it's right. still, it's still, it's still a teachable thing, but you're, you're getting, you're still getting that profit from that one stream in that same. So right. the more, basically it's a, it's a scale thing. The more, the more schools we can do, the better. Like, right. Right. And that's what, you know, obviously the more school, but it does get to a point where if you, if it's, it, there is diminishing returns with it. So at some point it becomes way too much right. for just you. You either got to bring someone on. Or you just got to focus on just where you're at. Right, Whereas right. a lot of people would think. And that's just growth. I mean. Yeah. And a lot of people would think. I need to make my money up front so that I can. No. It, there is. You're you're going to make your money eventually. Right. That's. You know. That's what I try to tell people is. At some point it will pay off. But, oh yeah. And I firmly believe that if you have. And you know. Some people don't. And they think it's. Well. You know. A business successful if it's going to be successful business. I think any business within reason, most almost any business, can succeed if the vision is strong enough in the person that's running it is, to make it yep. succeed. It, you know, if if they're willing to put in the time and effort it takes, you can. It doesn't matter if it's a sock company in Cambridge, Ohio. It can work. Yeah. You know, like, oh, absolutely. It's just learn. Absolutely. It's being able to commit to it and, and, and putting your effort into it versus someone. You know, some people are successful just solely based because they have some money and they can throw money, and it works. Yeah, but oftentimes those will fail because they have no vision. They don't. See, and it's great if you have a mix. It's great if you have some money and some vision. Right. Then, right. But anyone can make any business work. If you have a vision to do it, absolutely. You know? And so that's what I try to explain to you. I'm like, if you re if you truly believe this is something that's going to work, something you want to do, go do it. Right. And and I've I've thought about that too. It took me an entire year. Like I thought about it for a year. I'm like, well, if I do this, then you know, I got to spend X amount of dollars. I got to get this stuff up front. I researched everything: mm -hmm. the cost of molds and the reoccurring cost, your operating cost. What's it going to cost me to do this? What's it you know, and I set out a budget. Um, I have my five-year business plan, what I want to do. Um, and I'm, I firmly believe, you know, I'll, I'll make it successful mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll go as big as I want. And, and that's another thing. A lot of people are like, oh, you can go all the way to the top. You can be the top. Yeah. I don't want to be the top dog. Okay. Right. You know, there's guys that, that like companies that have been around for 50 years, you know, and they're, they're the top dog. You know, I just want to be under them because I can still learn something from them. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing, like with, with me doing what I'm doing with my business is like, I'm still learning how to different color variations and stuff. And, you know, my molds are different than, you know, other people's. There's some, there's some similarities, but they're ultimately they're different. Uh, and like the color variations are different. Um, so it's, it, it was definitely learning experience on how to make it, um, melting the plastic smells terrible. At first, yeah. Now it's just uh, you put and and that was, that was another thing. It was like one of the things that I have seen, like a lot of the bigger companies, what they'll do is they'll buy these big melting pots, uh -huh. and they'll pour all their ingredients and melt it, 
mix and have it continuously mixing because that was another thing is like i have to continuously mix it okay but i don't have a big melting pot so i have um a microwave yeah so everything is done in a one cup um measuring glass pyrex measuring cup mixed and and then i have a small injector so everything is like it's real small Mm -hmm. you know i'm not to the big production yet so it does it takes me a while to build um quantities up yeah um but I've I've come to and I've watched a couple videos of guys where they they'll have four or five different molds in the same, like I guess I use uh, what are they called Gator clips or whatever, I can't. Oh. oh I anyway, it's like when you would put two pieces of wood together, you glue two pieces. Oh of wood, yeah. And you put it on that. Yeah. That's what I use. And I I was just doing one at a time, so I would just pour, um, and then pull it apart. That one mold, pull it apart, put it over to the side let it cool then i just did that did that and then i watched a couple videos where guys were making three or four different molds with with the same um the same plastic they're pouring three or different you know three or four different molds and then they were setting it to the side and then pouring the same and so they ramped up their production that way um so that's what i kind of did um to ramp up production and speed of of different uh molds was i just poured everything um, in, in, like I said, I only have four molds, so I put them together and, you know, nuked it in the microwave, come out. And I, I will say I've, the, the plastisol, I've heated every one of them to 350 degrees. So that's, you know, that's the required temp for mm-hmm. the plastisol that I use, um, giving away secrets, not really, but, uh, 350 degrees. So, you know, there's no, it's, it's very consistent okay. in the, um, the texture and the so i will say i've done that to help <laughs> um but you know, just being able to ramp up production is is pretty big for me building bigger quantities um without sacrificing quality yeah and that was that was another thing was like okay there was a couple times where i've had a couple molds didn't mold right like the plastic didn't set right and it would cause holes in it and and it would be air pockets mm-hmm. and i was like well, do i sell those or do I not? You know, they're not up to par of what I want. So then I would remeld it. Then, I, but then I'd have to go through. And that was another thing. I don't use like I don't waste any plastisol. Yeah. The plastic. Um, so I don't waste any of it. Everything gets reheated until it's completely gone. Um, if if a lure comes out wrong, it's reheated. Um, but it's reheated to 350 degrees to be consistent. So, you know, I'm I'm not one of those that'll pour 400 you know lures and then have like 400 other lures that are just trash you know right. throw them in the trash and remelt them and, and you know pour them again and see if it helps and it has <laughs> so but yeah I, I definitely have learned a lot in three months since i yeah. started well you're yeah <laughs> you got a while to, you got and potential yeah there's so much there's, ahead of you yeah yeah, with with the business, but I and but I've also like the past year have learned tournament fishing and the yeah. prep and the just the agility and the working out because I'm a little chunky. <laughs> um, so, and you actually sold me the the BAMP pre workout. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've good gotten plug. Good plug. <laughs> I've gotten back into working out and I'm staying consistent, eating healthy because that's another thing when you're tournament fishing, you're out on the water. You know, you're gonna pack snacks, Gatorade, mm-hmm. water. You know, and I'm, th- I'm I'm I like to eat, so I would pack four or five sandwiches, four or five bags of chips, 
Um, and it was all unhealthy stuff. Right. And it's like, well, you can't really do that, you know. And so, like, I've started working out and again. So where, where are you going to the gym at? I'm not going to any gym. I'm oh, doing everything at, at the home? house. Yeah. See, I started out. I started out at home, and then slow. Like I, that's when I was real, real big. And then I started working out at, at home, running a little bit here and there. And right. now I'm at a few gyms. But we'll see. <laughs> well, I was, and now I'm getting. It's it's January 18th. Hopefully, I'm looking a little better. <laughs> but I'm back in the gym for 2021. So that's right, that's right. a goal. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not doing anything at gyms or anything. I did. Are you in Cambridge? Is yeah. That, okay. Yeah, I live in Cambridge. Right. The um, area, the gener- the greater mm-hmm. metropolitan area. Yes. Right? The yeah. greatest place on earth. Yeah. No, I was going to say, if you're in Caldwell, I know there's the, is the Lifestyle Gym, is that in Caldwell? Do you yeah, know? it's actually right on the square. Yeah. Uh, Lake I've and seen Table. a lot about it. I she's she's definitely killing it in the fitness industry. Well, She's she's definitely. Maybe that's a future podcast, podcast guest. Absolutely. Right. You should try to get her on here. She's She knows a lot. Um, right. She's 21, I think, 21 or 22. She's real good friends with my sister. Okay. Um, they went to school together, but she she is very knowledgeable on fitness and yeah, and even business aspect. She's right. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. At, at 21, it takes it takes a knowledge on yeah, yeah to do that at that age. It's yeah. She's yeah. she's very she's very smart. And we're talking about. Lakin Lakin Figgle. Figgle. I don't want to say her last name. Or sometimes I've I've seen it. I haven't heard it. So yeah. I want to make sure people know. They're like, who? Who is it? Who? So yeah. lifestyle gem. You can find her on social media. But um, but that's uh yeah. I have to get her on here. But I go to CrossFit over here. Yep. And I go to the fitness center sometimes over here. But they're both within point one mile of the office. So right. right. So I keep it local, and I'm looking at. I'd love to get like. Anytime fitness just opened. I saw that. Um, yeah, the there's just side. so many gyms and th- it's just like it's in the middle. Like you know, it's if that's what you want, great. But it's away from Biasville. It's away from. That's why like the anything that's really in between there. I don't know. I don't feel like it usually works. Like right. restaurant wise, you know, obviously like Chipotle. Listen, it's DoorDash right just came to Cambridge, and I have been so happy. <laughs> You've been using that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Dash got, pass and everything. I buddy. got to use DoorDash with um when I was in Arizona. So like I just DoorDash to my my apart my dorm room. That's the worst cuz we 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 got B-dubs last night. Yeah? Yeah, we oh, got it's, it's rough. DoorDash. Yeah, you just order like, anything. I was like, "Oh, oh man." And then I think we've I've done Wally's pizza. Um we've done what else? We've done Taco Bell. We've done quite a few around hmm. here um i know so that but that that's yeah, also i'm trying to eat healthy and work out you right know, but when you can just click a button and just <laughs> when you can just push a button and have it delivered to you it's kind of nice yeah but we we i mean we eat healthy i'm right. not i'm not gonna say we don't she makes mm. she makes bomb ass dinners <laughs> yeah you can blur that out but. no i don't this is the off the rails podcast. Hey, we can it's off the rails. We're off the rails to an extent. We got we got to maintain some she, sort of social culture. But but yeah, I mean, as far as you know, business and fishing. You know, I know I'm small, and I know I'll get there. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it it's something that I love, and if if you love something, you know, if you're working towards something, if you're working on something you love, you, you're never working a day in your life. So. Right. It's been. Yeah. And um, tell the people where they can find you. 
social media, whatever it is, give us some plugs, okay. and then we'll tie a bow on this and All right. call it a, and it's a day. For them, it's any time. Whatever time it is for you, we're going to call it, right? So give them your social media. I got to run to a basketball game after this. Oh, boy. So we're going to go watch some Buckeye Trail basketball. You can watch it on KGP.TV. You won't watch this one because this is recorded early, but you can watch anything other than that. So (laughs) give them your plugs. Tell them where to find you. um, Any of that information you want people to know. All right, guys, so you can find me um, on Facebook and Instagram. I have two separate accounts. I have a G's Custom Lures, which is my business. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter um, for G's Custom Lures. And then um, for just me generally in fishing and following my fishing journey, um, you can just find me on Facebook and Instagram under Janusik Fishing. So my last name is J-A-N-U-S-I-K and then fishing. And then... I'm sure Caleb will have something with uh, G's Custom Lures here pretty soon. Yeah. So you guys can find that and check that out. We'll also be doing a giveaway. So that'll be pretty neat. So, yep. Yep. But, so, yeah, go ahead. No, you Anything go ahead. I was, I, I'm good. That's that's. <laughs> those are the two main channels that I, I run. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed this. This has been fun. Yeah, it was a good one. Real good. And um, so that is Graham Janusik. Janusik. <laughs> I'll get it right eventually. So it's only yeah. been almost two hours right only but uh thank you guys for tuning in if you're watching on youtube i'll give you two thumbs up if you're not you can't see those keep driving so thank you for joining us make sure make sure if you're still listening to this point you're probably pretty committed so make sure you join the giveaways because those help us make sure you're sharing those out make sure you share this podcast with your friends um you can do that you can enter this week this month's giveaway it actually in january 31st is a $50 steak and ale gift card. All you got to do, it's really easy, and actually I haven't checked, but I don't think anyone's done that yet up to this point, is type in hashtag OTR podcast anywhere you can find us. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, I don't know. Leave a comment. We'll see what happens. But for the most part, hashtag OTR podcast, that's going to get you entered for a $50 gift card. I mean, if uh, if one person signs up, that's one-to-one odds. So you better sign up. Otherwise, <laughs> you're going to be the guy that missed out. Or girl. We have girls that listen, I hope. I don't know yet. I don't have any analytics. But, but yeah, make sure you guys get signed up. Make sure you're sharing this out. Tell your friends about it. We're going to be bringing on all kinds of people. Um, we're getting. We're about halfway through January now. So we actually have our February lineup already ready. We'll be releasing that within the coming weeks. So make sure you stay tuned. Again, Graham, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have you back on at some point. Absolutely. Maybe midsummer. Oh, midsummer update or something. Midsummer, I might be chilling. I might be chilling on a beach. (laughs) I don't know. So we'll see. But thank you guys for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this. Uh, We're going to grow this out and make this gigantic at some point. So, uh, yeah, now be gone. I don't need you anymore. Peace.